times, the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have boom. Greetings. Welcome everyone, boils and goos, to Geek Out, Freak Out, number four. My name is Van Panathis, and with me as always is the one and only Steve Bloodson. <laughs> How you doing, gals and ghouls? It's the Geek Out, Freak Out, my favorite show of the year. It's a good time, would you not say? I would say not. So you would not say you would? Fuck it, it's not important. <laughs> Welcome everyone. Let's begin the horror. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just getting over COVID. I apologize. I'm still not quite myself. You would think the immortals would be immune to this, but apparently not. It's a fuck up already, but let's leave it in. Hello everyone, <laughs> welcome to the show. Dan! Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you too, sir. Happy Halloween, everyone. This is Halloween. Day. Like, it's Halloween Day? You know, there's like Christmas Eve. It's just Halloween Day, right? It's so wonderful. Because nothing happens during the Halloween Day. People are preparing and stuff. It, Halloween's the important part. It's night, right? Am I, am I yes, making that it's, up? Yes, it should be the night. Like, for me, the bundles of candy I bought is for tonight and for the kiddos. You're so nice. Dude, I can't wait. <laughs> You're so nice. I'm not. I don't have to deal with it. I'm going to be working, so didn't what, have to get a little costume. Or what about like Gail? That. Oh, she's kind of like you know, like you're a mean one, Mrs. Oh, Grinch. Oh, come on. She doesn't seem like that type. We'll see how it goes. Sometimes she'll like get kind of like she'll throw him a bone, or she'll go buy a bag of candy at oh, like Walgreens. That's adorable. But once it's done, it's done. We turn the lights out. That's it. We don't want all these little whip, these little whippersnappers over here, man. Oh, they come through till ten, but I love it. I love this freaking season. I love it, man. Dude, they bust them in, and it's just too much sometimes. And oh, it's I a Sunday night. Yeah. There's school the next day. Yeah, they should start having the day after Halloween. If it's on a if it's on a weekend, they need to have it uh, the next day off. It needs to be a it needs to be a holiday. But you know, them Christians are not gonna like that very much. You ain't lying, bro. All Hallows you know, Eve. Oh, they're not going to dig Even that Even though all. a lot of them are doing that trunk or treat, that's really kind of the same thing. That's true. <laughs> it's like, it's just we're comfortable with this aspect of it. Just not the whole Sam Hain thing. I remember Michael Jackson got kicked out of the, his church for doing Thriller. But he's Jehovah's Witness, right? Yes. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not here to insult. If, if, basically, I think if you're a Jehovah's Witness, you're probably listening to something else other than this show. For sure. But let's just say you are. Maybe you're the the... The Jehovah's Witness with an attitude. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, it's a crazy religion to me, only in the fact that of so much stuff gets taken away from kids at a very early age. I remember when I was in the third grade, there was this girl named Maggie, and she was Jehovah's Witness. And I didn't really know about that. But of course, nosy me wanted to know because every time we'd have a birthday party or, for instance, a Halloween party, you know, where you get your mom makes the cupcakes that look like Aww, pumpkins and shit and brings on. it in. You know what I mean? She puts the orange yeah. orange. Yeah. There, maybe a little bit of green and some black makes it a, a, a nice little jack-o'-lantern absolutely cupcake. yeah she wasn't having that they would okay. send her to the library and i always felt so bad for her too because it made me wonder like is she just so in it already that's like okay well that's just what i have to do i've uh been i don't want to say brainwashed but conditioned to be this way or is she like god never get to have any fun i always felt bad for maggie i wonder what she's doing now think oh, about her often probably, actually 
I imagine that she's not anymore. Call it a hunch. <laughs> or she's just like the worst person. Like ever. she's a Wiccan. She went the opposite direction. Because normally, like kids nowadays, dude, they're leaving in droves. Well, it's, like, it's kind of like the same thing with the, um, what's that called? The, the Rumspringer, right? With the, with the Amish. Hey, yeah. I forgot the about that. Yeah, they just send them out there. Here you go. Tell you what, you've been living this very, you know, um, sedated life almost. You know what I mean? You're just doing what we want you to do. It's all about work and family and religion. Tell you what, why don't you just go out there to New York City and get your dick wet? See what happens. See if you come back. They do do that, don't they? They do. They get to dip their wicks or get their, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> they get stuck with the wick, dig the dick wicks. I don't know. <laughs> they get a little drink in them, Steve. Maybe drop a little molly. You know, no, maybe have a Halloween. threesome or something like that. Yeah, that's Halloween for sure yeah, right there. Halloween but sure. how do you go back to Jebediah's uh, milk farm? That's a solid <laughs> Amish name, dude. Jebediah is a solid Amish name, Steve. That is a solid. <laughs> how did, did you just pull that out of the hat right now? Well, actually, I have a, a friend that's a former Amish guy, and his name is Jebediah. He goes by Jeb. Oh. I'm just kidding. No. Oh, I was going to be like, I, did not, I don't want to make fun of that at all. <laughs> no, I'm just playing with you. You're so easy. And you're so, so nice and sensitive to everyone's religions and stuff. I just don't want to be like, ha ha, that guy, right? I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. I'm just a dick talking about Rumspringer. You know what I mean? <laughs> I forgot. That's, I'm shocked that you remember the name of it. If somebody would have said it, uh, been like, what's the name of that thing where they send the kids to get, I would have been like, oh, it's on the, like, it's right there. You just know it. You pulled it out. Not, not That's bad. why this show works, ladies and gentlemen, because Steve and I are, uh, you know, we take two steps forward and two steps back. But opposites attract. attract you know what I'm it, saying? Man. That's how it works with the heroes of noise. What's the rap? I don't remember it. Oh, I couldn't tell you, man. I was something about Paula Abdul and a cartoon cat just really wasn't my jam. I used to love Paula Abdul. Not her <laughs> songs, but I used to think she was just most adorable. Thought she was pretty back in the day. But I, uh, I used to know, get her and Lee. I was like, I used to think maybe she was singing Lisa Lisa's song. I was like, oh, they're two different people. I was like, oh, Lisa Lisa and Nicole Jam and Paul Abdul sound alike to me. I don't want to get all mean or anything like that, but oh I'm going to ask a question to you. Oh, boy. Did Paula Abdul really have a good voice? The answer is no, Steve. No, it's... She I'm not asking. It's, she has a terrible she voice. She did not at all. You know, randomly, remember when Arsenio was in uh, straight up, the Straight Up video? Oh, yes, I do. Uh-huh. He's just walking around like, yes. Oh, there's a, yes. yeah. I was like, come on. I know why you got in that video. There's I a- know what you do. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not Halloween related. No. Steve. I'm sorry. I led us astray again. God not, damn. It is Halloween related because she's dancing. She's a choreographer. There were choreographers involved in Thriller. Thriller is a horror video. Okay. I'll take it. Six <laughs> degrees of uh, Van Panathan or Arsenio Hall or somebody. Paula Abdul. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. We've got stuff for you today. We do. We do. Matter of fact, at the at the end of the show, I'm going to try something. Steve, I won't even tell you what it is just yet, but I've got a little surprise for you. You know, often during the show, you will uh, particularly geek out, freak out, or pretty much, I mean, you're the game master. You know what I mean? And you always have these nice little things that, I, that are surprising to me. And I'm, I'm a do game master? You're, I did not say that, Steve. Oh. But are you? No, you just said you're the game master. I'm I like, said you're a game master, Steve. I don't know if that's what you said, Dan. Okay, well, I mean, you know, if the shoe fits, put that motherfucker on. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just telling you, you're the man responsible for our games. Oh, we have a good game today, too. And yeah, so, and I've got a little something for you that I worked on. because What is it? You know, well, I'm not going to tell you just yet. Like I just oh! said. I just said, but you know, every year we, we try to go hard with our geek out freak out. We both love Halloween, and I'm hoping that this doesn't, I hope it's not a, a wash, but we'll see how it goes. Because I think 
I went to a certain, I'm not going to tell you the story yet, okay. but I just went somewhere and found something that I was not expecting. And I said, you know what? It's very Halloween related. So let's, let's try and see what happens. Oh, so I can't wait stay to. tuned for that. Ladies and gentlemen, I think it's going to be a good time. I cannot freaking wait. Yeah. I think you're going to enjoy it immensely, sir. Or it's going to be a complete flop. We'll see. But if the people did enjoy it, how would they get a hold of us? Oh, that's, that's very good, Steve. I appreciate that. You know what? I just wasn't ready for it. So just give me just a second. to do a Halloween uh, bumper too. <laughs> You know what? Let's do it. Steve. Here we go. Oh, Smith. Boils and ghouls, it is I, Vampanathan, back with important contact information. If you want to get a hold of the show, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. That's Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com, ladies and gentlemen. On the Twitters, you. I! That gets me every time, Steve. Every year. You'd think I would get used to it, but every time I shit my pants. So now I'm sitting here with shit in my pants. But I will proceed. It's a little stinky, but that's okay. On Twitter, you can hit us up at Heroes of Noise. You can reach Dan at DanQPublic and Steve Bloodson at SE underscore Hudson Music. Why an underscore? No one will ever know. Go to our website, www.heroesofnoise.com. Leave us voicemails. Subscribe to our show. Subscribe to our friend shows. There's a whole bunch of shit going on there. You would not believe it. We put a lot of work into it. So don't piss us off and ignore it, okay? Don't be dicks! (laughs) And with that, I will turn it back to the scariest mofo I know. One Steve Bloodsy. Dan... Every year we decide to watch a few horror flicks and review them during our amazing Geek Out Freak Out. And this year is no different. We chose the most amazing two classics that we could find at the drop of a hat. And we are going to start reviewing one of them right now, Dan. I'm feeling your groove. So go ahead and lead the way. So we talked about two movies. We watched two movies. And normally, normally... It's one of those things where one of them, I'm going to ruin it now. One of them is bad. The other one's good. But we two, we chose two classics. And classics are normally classics for a reason. And it's today true. we're going to start off. We're going to start off with something I don't think Dan has seen before. I don't think. He might have, but I don't think. We're going to start off with an amazing little movie called Evil Dead, directed by Sam Raimi. Dan! Why don't you start us off with what you thought of Evil Dead? But you just said you don't know if I've seen it. I what said, if I haven't seen it, Steve? Before you, this time, I don't know if you've oh, seen gotcha, it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, all right. I misunderstood. Freaking I took dead. you too literally right there. Freaking I apologize. Dead. I did watch it, Steve. I've seen it multiple times, actually. Believe I didn't it or know not. you watched Evil Dead. I'm a fan of the Raimi. I'm not saying I get all the way into like the Army of Darkness territory, though I have seen that one, too. Uh, I have watched, I've watched Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh, all the way. Did I just say ass? Did I just say ass versus Evil Dead? No, you said ash. Okay, cool. It kind of sounded like I said ass, so I just wanted to make sure because that would be a movie in itself. You know what I mean? That's a whole different kind of movie. I'm almost sure it exists. That's a whole different kind of movie. You know what I'm saying? Versus Evil Head would have been the way to go. Ass getting some evil head. Nice. You're welcome. I think that's a movie about ass eating. But anyway, that's a whole other story. So the Evil Dead, yeah, uh, 1981. It's. Did you know it's rated NC-17? I did. I did not know that. And there's one scene that I fast forward through, which is the reason it is. Uh, let's set up the premise here for the horror. There's some horror in this house. All right, here we go. Five friends travel to a cabin in the woods. 
Hey, Cabin in the Woods. That's a good movie, too, yes, by the way. Is. But that's a whole other movie where they're unknowingly release flesh possessing demons. It's directed by Sam Raimi, written by Sam Raimi and stars Bruce Campbell, Ellen Sanderwise and Richard DeManicor. I think I said that correctly, Steve. I'm going to go with it. I don't think they'd mind. I don't even know if they're alive anymore. I know that uh, Bruce Jeez. is, but let, let's let's move along because, you know, shit happens in this movie. That's what I hear. Who knows if it stayed with them? But uh, yeah. So, yeah, 1981, this movie came out and uh, I saw this movie. Jeez. It must have been like 84 when I saw this movie. Are you kidding me? I seem to recall being Jeez. in junior high the first time I saw this movie. And what's funny is that the first time I saw it, it freaked me out because I'd, hand, I'd seen like a handful of horror movies, but it wasn't like it was um, part of my DNA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and also because The Exorcist fucked me all up and I took a little hiatus. But I came back to it because, you know, peer pressure, you want to you don't want to be the guy that your seventh grade friends are making fun of, especially like, yes. like, a, sleep, like a sleepover or something like that. You don't want to be the one guy that's afraid because they're going to end up writing, doing penises on your face or something like that. Not real ones. They're going to draw them on there, of course. But who knows? You're asleep. Maybe they are doing that, too. But I watched this movie uh, against my better judgment. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is a movie. It is. <laughs> it's, it's a movie. I, I think that this movie deserves some respect, though, because of certain types of uh, footage that it shows. For instance, like the, I don't recall ever seeing prior to this, the whole moving fast through the woods thing. No. Sneaking up on somebody. And that's something in itself that they still use from time to time. Uh, They still did it perfectly in the remake, by the way, which is also, Steve, let me just ask you real quick. Yes. If you take this original movie Uh and then you do the Evil Dead remake with Jane Levy. Uh Uh-huh. Levy? Levy? uh, What do you think? Which one's a better movie? I mean, if if considering the time, obviously now, because you can just do a lot more with the recent yeah. Evil Dead, but mm-hmm. for the time it was made, like today, I watched it last night, and there were still scenes, and I'm like, that is creepy. Yeah. That is a really creepy, creepy scene right there, let alone the second one. Like, the, he knows, Sam Raimi knows how to be like, let me spook people out. Just the makeup was creepy. So I would say- I had more fun with the first one, with the original. Okay. I had more fun. Yeah, I'll agree with that because it's like you hadn't seen something like that before. But personally, when I watched the remake, I'm like, oh, this is, it's just an updated version yes, of all it is. But absolutely. it's updated so well that I think that it's, uh, it's one of my favorite horror movies in the past, like, decade. Oh, yeah. For, for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Easily. It's very well done. But we're not talking about that one. We're talking about the 1981 version with Brucey Bruce. Bruce Campbell up in this mug, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some dogs chin. barking in the background. I think yes. they might be uh, chasing a ghost or some shit. So don't worry about it. They'll <laughs> they'll settle down because it is that spooky time of season. You know what I'm of saying? Of course. Time of the year, anyway. I think. Uh, sorry, I'm, I don't know why I'm talking this way again. Hold on. <laughs> <clears throat> sorry, I got possessed by Vampanathan for just a moment. It's possession. Yeah, man. There's a whole bunch of shit going down this year. So this movie is uh, one of the like the main standout parts for me in this movie that will always kind of haunt me. And even though, like, you know, you look back on it and you're like, okay, that looks pretty dated. But as a kid watching this movie and seeing something like that for the first time, that whole uh, basement, the, the demon trying to get out of the basement scene, oh, talking and, and, and beckoning them. I mean, dude. that's some freaky shit. And even the makeup, like, I think the wor- not the worst part of it, but like the, um, the least powerful part of that whole presentation would be how they did the voice on that. Yes. But again, we're going back a long time ago and they were just, they were winging this shit. It was an independent film that they... As goofy as it can be when you look at it nowadays versus then, I think that they were like right on point with it. I think that they made a fantastic movie. They really did, dude. Considering they built that cabin in like a high school gym. 
Yeah. I'm like, that's when you, you have to make what you make. And they did. I mean, Bruce Campbell, he has whole stories of like, dude, we were getting hurt on that, that uh, freaking set, you know, getting thrown into walls since we didn't have stunt doubles. We were like getting hurt, almost killing each other and be like, hey, but we're making a movie. That's crazy. Yeah. And then like after talking to Brandon Christensen last week, you know that there's a lot that goes into this. And like he said, sometimes you got to lie, cheat and steal to get this shit done. Yes. So I'm curious what they had to do to make this happen. And the whole production side of movies now is like way more interesting to me after talking to him. Oh, because dude, absolutely. I, I didn't really know that you just have to kind of just do whatever the hell it is to make it happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get that money back. You know, yeah. just that's the ticket. That's the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a part of my soul now to love horror movies. You know what I'm saying? So it definitely helped shape that. That one, along with, say, Amityville Horror, um, The Exorcist, of course, that movie stands out with those movies. Like if I look back and they go, hey, you know, give me like your top 10 movies, which I'm not going to list, of course, but your top 10 movies from back in the 80s, the top 10 horror movies. It's going to pop up there, man, because they're just even though they were like making a shit ton of movies like Maniac Cop or, you know, what have you. This one just stands out because it's it's got its own little place in horror where you're dealing with like um, stop motion and just weird camera angles. And then, of course, the whole idea of like possession, which isn't exactly original, but I don't recall mainstream wise seeing a lot of possession movies. Of course, the main no, one yeah, yeah, yeah. for me, but it definitely has its place there. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's still an enjoyable movie. You just kind of have to, you know, here, here it is. This is a perfect example. I think that. Um, if you're younger than us, which is very, very possible, and maybe you don't have a strong horror background, um, I don't want to like, you know, isolate anyone, but it kind of rhymes with Poiler Peeve, is that I think... <laughs> it's a 10. <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve. I love you, dude. People think that there's a... It's funny. People think there's a rivalry now between us. <laughs> it's not the case. At least I don't think that's the case. We're just poking fun, ladies and gentlemen. That's all. He's a good guy to poke fun at. He pokes fun at us. Matter of fact, he said, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm getting off, off subject here, but uh, I'm just using him as an example because I don't know that if, you know, things that we've talked about in the past, I don't know if the affection for this movie would be there because you're seeing it with fresh eyes. I don't know if he's seen this movie or not, but, you know, it does have a certain, like the practical effects don't necessarily hold up. No, 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 no. Much like no. the other movie that we're going to talk about, but. Two different movies completely and two different styles and two different qualities of movies. Two different budgets. Yeah, it's like it's almost it's strange because like 99 percent of horror fans, even if you come in late, they just love the movie because it's like, well, this is everything we want in a movie. It's a good. And then the monster is so unstoppable in this movie. It does not stop. Shoots one, something keeps coming. Kills it, keeps on coming. Cut the head off. It's like a nonstop, incessant driving. I'm like, this is what I want in a horror movie. (laughs) You can't get rid of this thing. That's fun. And like the attacks are very brutal too. Very brutal. And it's such a small, confined space that you're like, I can't run anywhere. Like, where do you go? Again, like, that's kind of a theme that we have with the two movies that we're talking about is there's this sense of isolation. Absolutely. In both of the movies that we're talking about. Yeah. And but there's a scene that's to this day is pretty graphic to me still. And that's the scene with the vines. Yeah. I fast forward that. Is that what you were talking about? Yeah, that's that's the the one I fast forward. I can't watch it. I mean, like, what's the I've seen it so many times at this point that it doesn't really bother me. I see what you're getting at. But I I guess if you're going to watch. Should we? Yeah, why not? If you're going to watch Evil Dead, um, I don't recall it being. Was it in the remake, that part? 
I feel like uh, they I don't know. Like, the remake, I don't... No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't think they did that. No. And see, and that's the thing, too. With movies back then, they were very... <laughs> they were very into, like, um, penetrating. Yeah, You know what I mean? Dude. Think of The Exorcist, for that matter. Yeah, like, Let's do, let's, let's do a penetration scene, but let's make it even crazier and You're use right, a cross. Dude. You're <laughs> so, right. People loved poking at vaginas back in the day. I'm just yeah. going to say it. So if you are, you know, in all seriousness, if you get kind of triggered by stuff like that, I will give you the warning. If you haven't seen this movie, there is a scene. Uh, I'll just tell you that it happens with a woman and there are some vines involved. And if you see a woman in some vines and you get triggered by shit like that, you may want to fast forward like maybe five minutes. How do you think they did that? Well, when a man loves a woman, Steve, no, Gee. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm joking. <laughs> like the veins, are, the vines, I was thinking. The veins. <laughs> the veins, I know. The vines, I was thinking, maybe it's stop motion? Yeah, it's definitely stop motion. Oh, you know how long that took, bro? Yeah, I'm sure. It, well, no, I don't, but I'm sure it took a really long Jesus, time. But I think that was bro. their, that was kind of like their bread and butter for that movie, was all the stop motion. I mean, you look into like the, um, the, the, the ballerina skeleton. Oh, yeah. That's dancing. It was a skeleton, I believe. Yeah. That's, it was all stop motion. I think that that was probably, the, you know, at the time, probably one of the more advanced technologies for them. That's all that you time. could do, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you look at 80, 80s movies and let's take like Hellraiser, for instance. And, you you know, that's you got a few years ahead of that one. I, I can't remember when Hellraiser came out, maybe like 86 or something like that. But even then, when you're putting in like um, not necessarily lasers, but like lightning bolts, yes. animation and stuff like that, it looks really, really cheesy. So I almost feel like they did a better thing by going with the stop motion versus trying to animate stuff. Absolutely. And a lot and of they probably the, didn't have the budget for that matter. You know, like it's, no. Yeah, they didn't have the budget for animation. And I don't even want to imagine what they made the blood out of. Because I was like, oh, they didn't have, you know, movie, but they're like, well, let's mix some stuff and some see corn if syrup it looks and like some, it. some red food coloring or something like that. Yeah, done. And I'm sure it's just like it gets in your eyes. You know, it was just a brute, like he says to this day, it was just a brutal shoot. But once it's done, unbeknownst to them, they made a classic. They didn't think they were going to. Unbeknownst to them, you just stumble upon a classic. Remember that uh, that that stab to the left, to the right of the the, uh, the foot? Mm-hmm. where yeah. they And he starts wiggling it around. You're like, oh, my God. I have to ask myself this question now, and I'll ask you at the same time. Do you think... As classic as this movie is, whether someone likes it or not, we have to call it a classic. Do you think that this movie would have classic status if it didn't have one Bruce Campbell in it? He's, dude, no. He is, he's, he, he's the life of this he series. Is so just, it, he's a compelling per he, because he knows what movie he's in and he plays it straight. That's what Bruce Campbell does so well. Now in Ash and Evil Dead and, uh, and, uh, Army of Darkness, he that's when he starts to get his kind of groovy. Yeah, he then yeah. knows, let me play this thing up. But in the first two, even he knows what movie he's in, but he's like, no, we're playing this straight. Like, I'm truly scared. I love it. I love Bruce Campbell, man. The chin. And when he gets, yeah, for sure, right? That jawline. Oh, dude. But when he gets into, like, the seriousness of it, the... You know, when he's like struggling with these oh, demons dude. and fighting them off, the faces that he makes, you know, the, it's the way that it's shot. Yeah. But like the cinematography of it and just and just like the music, everything combined really just does make for a perfect horror classic. It's not perfect, but it's it's a horror classic. And it's when I think of Evil Dead, there's only a few things that I truly think of when I'm, you know, when I'm looking back on it. One is the vines. 
One is the the tracking of the camera, and of course the basement demon. But it's Bruce's eyes and oh, his dude. his uh, facial expressions when he's getting attacked and things like that. It just makes for a classic. If you put this up on any classic, uh, if you say, "Hey, and we're going to be showing Evil Dead tonight at any random theater," it will not be empty. No, any random theater saying we're going to be playing this on the screen, people will come be like, "Oh no, 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 yeah, we got to watch Evil Dead tonight on the big screen, right?" Absolutely sure. no question. Absolutely. And, and I, you know, you may not get a packed theater depending on where you are, but you're right. People are going to show up. The diehards will show up. For oh, and it's will. almost worth it because now you could rent out a theater for $400. It's almost worth being like, can I rent out this theater and play Evil Dead for the night? Yeah, have fun. Yeah, I know this is something that will never happen, at least on our coast, but wouldn't that be dope if we could have that rent a theater out for our listeners and everyone come? Like, we always we were a little more centralized somewhere in the you know, in the middle of America, but, the, you know, we'll spare all the politics. But I think if we were like a little more closer to the middle, we'd have people meeting us halfway and we could have a like meet a me halfway across the sky. OK, listen to me. I, I think I'm more uh, pissed <laughs> off right now because I'm having trouble thinking of who sings that damn song. Oh, snap! meet me halfway. Yeah, uh, it's uh, uh, is it Mike Reno. No, no. listen to no, the no, voice no. in your brain, dude. I meet me halfway. God damn Who it, did it, it, all the soundtracks for those 80s Kenny songs. Loggins. There we go. You know, I listen to Yacht Rock, the station Yacht Rock on oh. Sirius. I don't know what it is, but they love them some Kenny Loggins. Man. Oh, really? Loggins and Messina, uh, the Doobie Brothers with him in it. Uh, just It's just constant Kenny Loggins. And I can only take so much Kenny Loggins, Steve. I know this isn't a very Halloween-ish conversation, but Yacht Rock, chill with the fucking Kenny Loggins. Around. I will say, I, uh, I listened to his original version of What a Fool Believes. It's good, but it's not as good as who went on to, to from somewhere back in That's the a better world. version. But Kenny Loggins has a really good voice, dude. Yeah, he does have a good voice, but he, he has a great voice. I'm trying to sing, Steve. You're not. You're not uh, letting me sing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're go talking ahead. over my singing. No, no. At the, the no, moment, please. Passed. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm a fool. Yeah, that's good shit, dude. What that's really good. Dude. That's a really good Michael McDonald. Yeah, we got to work Michael into the show. We got to have him on one day. So Michael, I, like, what was your, when you when you joined the Doobie Brothers? What was the atmosphere with the band? I didn't understand a word you said, Michael. But thanks for coming on to the Heroes of Noise. What if Michael McDonald turned into a werewolf? <laughs> Could you imagine that? He's already furry. <laughs> Stay on the path, young one. Don't <laughs> like we're not gonna go on this. We're not gonna that stay on this path. So funny, dog. We're our own people, man. Let's take this trail right here. <laughs> <laughs> that is so okay, Dan. I beg you. I <laughs> beg you. Will you please make a TikTok of that? Uh, I'll what try. if Michael McDonald was a werewolf and all you do is do that howl? Bro, I promise you it's viral. I promise you it's viral. Please do it. Please. For we'll Halloween. See, Steve. Oh, that is the funniest thing I've heard in so long, man. <laughs> I really, really need to see that now. Not necessarily from me. I just want to see Michael McDonald as a werewolf. Oh, that is so funny, dude. <laughs> oh, that is so... I didn't know where you were going. You're like, what if Michael, Michael McDonald was a werewolf? And when you howled, bro, it's over. <laughs> that is a Michael McDonald howl. 
That is right. There's no other way it would happen, that right? Is so fun. Do you understand <laughs> how funny that is? That's why if you don't make if you don't make the TikTok, you just don't understand how funny it is. Well, if I don't, then someone should, and I give you full permission. No, no, no. Okay, Steve. Only I'm sorry, you, dude. All right, only me. You got that. It. Is funny. But what would you give Evil Dead on our scale? All right. So. Again, we're talking about that time, not yes. comparing it to movies, you know, modern day movies and with with digital effects. Like this is all about practical effects and, and probably the uh, most shoestring budget way possible. So I'm taking all of that into consideration. I'm taking the fact of how this movie affected the horror genre going forward and the fact that it's still happening now. I mean, isn't he making another movie? Isn't there another Evil Dead coming out? It's yeah, he's making something. Something in yeah. the Evil Dead universe, uh-huh. right? So... The 1981, we're, it's 2021. I don't know if you guys know that or not. I just want to drop that in here as a little timestamp. It's still going strong. Ash versus Evil Dead still was, it's gone now, but I mean, it's still a very it was a great show man. series. It yeah. was, man. It was cool. So I take all that in consideration and I'm going to go ahead and give the Evil Dead a, I'll give it a 2.25 out of five dancing skeletons. I will give Evil Dead a. I would say a ooh a three point five shovel oh a three point a three flat three point shoveled beheaded monsters. I'm glad you didn't go with vagina vine, Steve. That would have been Dude, tasteless. That that I I cannot watch. I will fast forward just like I fast forward that, and I also fast forward. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite dancing at the talent show. I can't watch that. Oh, anymore. you don't? Why you get embarrassed for him? Yes, yes, I can't do it. There's certain movies that I can tolerate it, and I, I have to watch that scene every single time. Oh, I can't. But do I, it. I do understand what you're saying. I'll compare that feeling that you get with that movie to, like, say, when Michael Scott is at his worst. Oh, dude, office. I was just thinking about like like Scott's tots. I won't watch. I can't do that, <laughs> dude. I cannot do it. I'm like, oh god, man. They just and even the original UK version. There's a million of those scenes where it's just, like Ricky Gervais knows how to make you so uncomfortable. But yeah, just cringy. It's like, just almost. Cringy. I almost get sweaty watching it sometimes. It's so bad, but so good at the same time. But dude, we're not I'm talking s- about The Office. Three point so three point oh two point five, dude. That's a that's a good for a nineteen eighty one horror movie. Those are some good ratings. That's yeah. better than some horror movies now. You know, I will take into consideration that we are horror fans, and you know, this genre is very niche. special to us. Yes. It's niche for sure, but it's special to us. Like yes. we, you know, we we enjoy that aspect of it. You more so than me. We've talked about that before. You will your um, acceptance of movies is a little bit more tolerant than mine. Yes. There's some I, things that you'll watch and I'll be like, I don't know how you're doing it, but I get it. You like it, you know, but hey, guys, make it your own decision. If you want to watch this movie and you have HBO Max, you can actually watch it free. I believe all of the Evil Dead movies are on HBO Max right now. I think I know Evil Dead one and two are and you should watch these movies if you haven't seen them before. Will you like them? I don't know. But if you watch Evil Dead and you're kind of like, that's that was kind of cool. I can see what they're going for. I beg you to go and watch the, the remake of Evil Dead because I really do think that's a superior movie. It's just that it took something that was already established and just sort of polished it up a little bit. You know what I mean? Or polished Absolutely. it up a lot, quite actually. Absolutely. And you know what? I will say the Evil Dead. I probably said this before, but uh, Halloween Horror Nights, probably like six years ago. That was the scariest maze that I've been in so far. We were at the same Halloween Horror Nights. You sure? We sure were. We're not at the same night, but we went the same year. Was it the one that had the uh, Black Sabbath room? I didn't go to the Black Sabbath room. But was it there? Yeah, because it also, remember it had the, um, they Rob also Zombie? had the thing for um, that show that did makeup. They had their own house. I think this was a different year. 
Oh, really? Yeah, but they, okay, listen, it's that good that they brought it back, right? So they're they do that with certain ones. The Exorcist is the Walking Dead was the best year. I've never gone to a as good as a Halloween Horror Nights where they it, it, nothing has been as good as the Walking Dead year. That was the best year because that was the first year that they let you out of the tram at the um at the back lot, and they're like, "Well, get out the way you can." <laughs> oh, that yeah, walking! Dead I'm still sad, man. I mean, the sting is disappearing, but I'm still sad every year that we don't go. I just well, someone told sad. me about it. They went. His wife went. He doesn't go with her because he's like, it's boring, and who wants to go into haunted houses? But his wife goes every year. With oh, so you scared is what you're saying, G? That's, That's what, what I think it is. But he's, he's like, scared. it's just not my thing. And yeah, she scared. came back. And she said it was good. It was good. I watched a lot of the footage on on YouTube where this couple they basically. They'll do like three nights in Florida yes. and I mean, they're really, really into it. And then they'll come back and do it in, uh, you know, on the West Coast. And pretty awesome, man. Pretty freaking awesome. I heard it but was it just, just good. She said it was good. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just giving a little more love because I so wanted to go this yeah. year. I don't, yeah. I don't think it's as, I, I, from what I've heard, she was just like, there have been better years, but it was nice. She's like, it's nice to be back. It was just nice to go back to uh, Halloween Horror Nights after last To Narnia? To Narnia. Let's go back to Nolia. Hey, real quick, before we move along, just in case you're, you know, don't take our word for it on this. You should watch the movie yourself. But IMDb rating, 7.5 out of 10, Steve. That's a killer rating. That's a killer rating. Yeah, 197 ratings. Excuse me, 197,000 ratings. Hey, that's really solid. Hey, that's a pretty solid review. That is, he made money on that joint, dude. Still making Skrill off that movie. We need to start producing movies, Jay. Eh, you know, I've got we got plans in the works. It's just COVID kind of jacked us up, but there might be something coming down the road 60, at some point. Put together sixty racks and produce a paranormal activity. Look, I got that shit in my sock right now. I know you, know you do. You know, it's just a little sweaty, but I mean, I got you okay. need that money. Keep your you need money. something. You let me know. All right, keep. Your I got money. you. All right, game time. You ready for a game? Yes, I am always ready for a game. We have two games. The first one, you just, you, you, just like I said, it, it jogged my brain. I was like, let me ask him if he would, uh, if he could actually guess this. All right. First of all, I just want to say I'm glad that you you did games. I know this is your time. You love the Halloween season, so I didn't realize you had two games for me. I'm very happy about it. Let's rock and roll. All right. There's only okay. This one is only one question, okay. but it's going to be a fun question. All right. Remember you were talking about all I want for Christmas is you. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about Thriller. Yes. Which one on YouTube has more views? The full length, full length version, like 20 minute version of Thriller or mm-hmm. All I Want for Christmas is You? Hmm. That's a good question, dude, because you have to take in. OK, Michael Jackson fans are rabid when it comes rabid. to rabid. Then you have your horror fans. And wasn't who was the director? Was it John Landis? That yes. Was the director of. The, OK, uh-huh. so you have the John Landis fans as well. Fans of horror, Michael Jackson fans. Okay. But if you take the other side where it's Mariah Carey, she has a big fan base too. And that song is humongous. It's her most successful hit to this day. Easily. Easily. Like there's no question. I mean, maybe you want to pull the numbers up on that, but um, it's definitely her most successful hit. I have no idea how much money she's made off of this, but being that she's made all this money off it and it's not, excuse me, successful, that tells me that a lot of people are buying into it. Absolutely. And you got to throw in Christmas. Everyone, well, most people love Christmas. Not everyone loves Christmas. You know what I mean? But um, so, you know, and then I picture like a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, like 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 the the baby boomers with uh-huh. their phones sitting on their their uh, their uh, just love letting seat. it play, just letting it play yeah. in between games of Candy Crush. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? But then he's the king of pop. 
Hmm. So I think I'm going to go ahead and say, Steve, that uh, I'm probably wrong. I'm going to dare to say that Mariah Carey has more hits. And how many do you think she has? Oh, gosh. I mean, I don't even know. I'm always bad with the numbers on this. I, I'll be like 40. <laughs> so <let's see. laughs> I don't like two or three of them. Um, how many digits are we talking? We're talking nine. Nine. Ooh, okay. Uh, let's go with 200 million. All right. So here's what we're going to do. So Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas video has 697 million hits. Oh, see, I'm way off. Thriller, the full-length 20-minute version has 798 million hits. No shit. Okay. Isn't well, good for them. Good for them. No, really, it's not, though, because like I said, you got you to gotta factor in all of the, you know, the different things. You've got John Landis fans. You've got horror fans. You've got But Michael I would Jackson think the fans. shortened version would have more hits, but the shortened oh, version only has 148 million. People want that yeah. 20 mission, 40 minute version. Yeah. They they want to see Michael Jackson with the with the eyes and the you know what? fantastic right, makeup, by the way, man. You're right. And they want to see the movie theater. They want to see all that stuff. But that uh-huh. is a lot of freaking hits. Yeah. Right. You know what? Who was the the woman that was in that with him? Uh, Lola Ray? She was adorable, wasn't she? She was. And the house, the thriller house, it looks exactly the same. You could drive by it now, and it looks exactly the same as it did back then. You could drive by the Thriller house. Where's that house? It's in LA. Oh, okay. Did you know that the Nightmare on Elm Street house is for sale? I did not know that. It's in Los Angeles. I'd like to buy that house. But Would see, you be I comfortable was... living in a house like that? Uh, yeah, for sure. It'd be like those guys on uh, Halloween Kills, where they got the, except that they're supposed to be like a real killer in the house, but yeah. they, they had the Michael Myers house. Uh, Little John and Big John. You know what? I want to say uh, two words about those. Fuck them. That was just oh. terrible. It was terrible. They were wow. terrible You're in that movie. Dude. I'm like sorry, movie. dude. That movie. I'm the more I think about, about it, the more I like it. I just didn't like it at all. I know anyway, a few, quite a few people have it. But I was tempted to do a, because, uh, you know, you can go out and to L.A. and just, you know, Google wherever you, where, whatever horror uh, house you want to go to. They're like, you could just take the horror tour and just go to all the horror, horror movie houses that you want to see in L.A. They got the Elm Street, you know what I'm saying? They got the Thriller House. Um, they have a bunch, but then I was like, then I can also do the music houses. Like they got the Carpenter's house still there. And so I was like, I could just do all of this stuff in LA. And I've just never done it. I've, I've, I went to um, the Encino Michael Jackson house before my mom took me. But uh, other than that, I didn't, you know, I wasn't able to go see a bunch of movie houses. Welcome to the tour. You guys just want to go ahead and look to the left. There you're going to see the house that was used in the Halloween movie, the Halloween series of Michael Myers. You may remember that. This was the house that John Carpenter picked. Can't go in, but you can see that it's still pretty much intact. But if you look over to the right, you'll actually see the Exorcist house there. Now, I know this was filmed in another state, but we went ahead and just moved the house there just for the tour. <laughs> but there's a lot of horror houses here that we're going to be going for. Hey, wait a second. I thought I was going to the horror house. This is the horror house. Fucking let me off this bus. <laughs> I went all the way for nothing. I'm sorry. That was good. I liked yeah. it. It came right around and wrapped it up. I took a chance, Steve, and you know what? I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but sometimes you just got to throw shit out there and see what Hey, like Abba said, take a chance on... Is that Abba? Take a chance, take a chance. Take a, okay, you take, you take a the... Chance. You want to do the high part? Ready? Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, this, chance. Take, oh, man, you can change your mind. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> take know a you like Abba. I kind of love certain songs. Love? Dancing Queen will never, ever, ever get changed when it comes on. Ever get changed. Really? 
Never. Of course, that song, Take a Chance on Me. Um, Mama Mia is another good one. Holy I did not know this. I know I'm missing some. Oh, wait. If Dancing Queen's on. Oh, Fernando. Oh, yeah. I've heard that song before. But if Dancing Queen is on, somehow, and also you hear on the other side of your head, um, Karen Carpenter's Superstar, which one are you listening to? Uh, I'm going to probably go with ABBA, but you know why? Why? Superstar. Which one is that? That's why. You don't, what oh, song you is, don't know. Well, don't I might. Don't you remember you told me you Oh, that's me, Superstar. Baby. Oh, I didn't know that song was called yeah. Superstar. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just going to depend on my mood. I'm always in a Karen Carpenter mood. Always. Perhaps Gail and I were, were uh, you know, maybe not... Uh, getting along so well or something like that and superstar comes on i may have to listen to that one to remind myself so cry. i love the woman you know Aww. what i mean did you play that at your wedding no why would i play that song oh that's true <laughs> let's, let's <laughs> you know you're right what what did you play okay real quick side trip what was the your wedding song we have talked about this in song. the church like did someone sing oh the wedding no okay you know what we had what this is gonna be this is so fucking nerdy <laughs> So there was this lady. You can look it up if you want to. I'm not making this up, but this is what sold me. She lives in our city, Fresno, and, yep. and she's just this. She's a, uh, um, oh, good God, good God, good God. She's a harpist is what I'm trying to I say. I was going to say harpist. Yeah, she's uh, her name is Penny Beavers. And uh, Wow. Are you sure that's not her porn name? Wow, Steve, really? Can you just keep your mind out of the gutter for a second? I'm talking about my <laughs> wedding here. It didn't get dirty till that night. You know what I'm saying? So Penny Beavers. <laughs> that is the, the cheapest prostitute in the world is named Penny Beavers. <laughs> Now that's more my style. <laughs> Drop me off on this corner. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Jerk, can you please put your pants on? <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get him off in just a moment. Hold on. Let me look up Penny Beavers. I don't know if you'll find her, but this is Penny Beavers' story. So she's just this musician. She's played uh, the harp for many years. I yes. don't even know if she's still Here alive. She is Penny, Be- Penny Beavers' harpist. Yes. Now, does it say before I go into it, does it say her one of her most famous uh, contributions? A time for us. No. Misty. She basically is the sound of the force on the original Star Wars. Shut up. I swear to God. Are you kidding me? That's why we purchased that service from her. Yeah. I was like, that's what I said. Shut the fuck up. And no, she pulled it out. She showed me a picture of her in the studio with uh, John Williams and his uh, orchestra. Oh, that's amazing. I'm like, that's legit. Yeah, oh, well, no. Well, then she's oh, for sure. It's, it's, it's happening. Mm-hmm. Penny Beavers. She's real deal. Doesn't say anything about that. Just since you're looking no. at anything about Star Wars. No. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if she just photoshopped herself? Dude, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Do you understand how funny that would? Hold on. Let me look at Penny Beavers Star Wars. <laughs> Beavers. Star Wars. I'm in Las Vegas and I lost all my money. I could use some Penny Beavers. <laughs> oh, no, it's her. Oh, you, so it shows it? What does it, it say? It shows her under a- album credits. John Williams, yeah. Nice. See, I'm telling the truth, ladies and gentlemen. No one pulls up a name like Penny Beavers. But what did she play? She played the har- Oh, she played, uh, let's see, what did she play? She played uh, Proud Mary. That's not true, Dan. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, no, she just did like the tradition. I don't know the name of the song, but the traditional. Here Comes the Bride? Kind of. And then she also did that one that. Bloom, bloom. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what the hell that's about. But no one sung for your wedding? No. Dan! Well, actually. (laughs) 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 Hold on. Hold on, real quick. (laughs) Hold up. Hey, Gail. Can you come here for a second? 
You gotta hear this shit. <laughs> you want to talk about awkward? Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> this is fucked up because it's family, but so Steve and I are talking. Come on over a little bit closer. So Steve and I are talking about uh, Penny Beavers. You remember Penny Beavers? Oh, what was Penny Beavers? Mm-hmm. She-, she was a harpist. Here, hold on. Get a little closer to the mic. She was a harpist that we wanted for our wedding. Right. And what was her famous thing? She was. She played on in the Star Wars. Okay. All right. So we're already there. Like Just want to make sure you're caught up. So yeah. now, Steve asked. He's like, "No one sang at your wedding." I said, "No oh one." My God. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "No, no one sang at the wedding." But now we can continue the story, Steve. Please. So um, we're at the reception, right? It's a, it's, a, it's a lovely reception. We're having a good time. Drinks are flowing. There's cake. There's steak. There's there's fish and chicken and all that stuff. And um, no, okay, to be it was steak and ch- and chicken. You feel better? Yes. All right. God damn. She's. You know what? At least I can say she's honest. So what it is is there it was a place called Chiminello's a really nice right. place big pillars and stuff but the uh, the owner I guess of Chiminello's he likes to get involved in things oh so he was, Jesus so he was walking around with a microphone oh you know yeah he was he walking around with a microphone oh. and letting people do toasts and things like that right Jeez. so we're just okay cool you know nice toast thank you hey thank you thank you we're eating our cake and everything giving each other little kisses and smooches and such and then suddenly <laughs> what happened Gil this woman that probably, well, I think is on Dan's side of the she's family. My, she's my dad's cousin. <laughs> she grabbed that mic and she started singing a cappella. What was the song? Ice Castles. Ice Castles. Oh, Jesus. I was so embarrassed. I wanted to kick her out. Oh, so- Jesus. Thanks, babe. How much of Ice Castles does she sing, G? Tell me it was the whole, the whole fucking song. song. Oh, yes, my dude. God, Dan. Acapella, I and her and making eye contact with us. Oh, the damn. entire time it was. Did you have this on off. video? No, um, there oh, is a video. Of, the there's a video. My uh, Gail's uncle actually was walking around and just doing like a homemade video thing. You know, it wasn't like we hired him to do it or anything. He just he documented some stuff that night, but that didn't make it. And I'm kind of I wish in one way I wish that it happened, but the other way I didn't because it was just so that's so awkward, cringy. dude. Dude. I, it, it's so awkward. I can't even imagine it really happening. I'm just glad that she was here to, to back me up on that one. It was seriously. She one of the sung most the awkward. whole song. The entire song. They clapped for her afterwards. Uh, yeah. What else do you do? Oh, she just dude. is like, she just stands up and she's like, please don't let this feeling end. <laughs> It's everything I am, everything I want to be. I can see what's mine now. It's already awkward, right? Finding out what's true. I mean, it's like, dude. And we're just like, uh huh. We're smiling. Are you kidding we, have our, me? We're ex- we have exposed teeth, wide eyes. And we're just like, uh huh. Are so you bad. kidding me? And it went on for like however long. My oh, that's, Two minutes. The, that's the story of the century. Reaching now to touch <laughs> you. <laughs> We're like, wow. Well, that's over. Let's move along right she away. Let's get the, the uh, whole song. Yes. The entire song. And do, do you still know her? You know what's funny? We've been married 24 years and I have not seen her since that day. <laughs> what made her come then? Because my my dad invited her. They were close. Oh. But ever since my dad passed, like I just I've lost a lot of I don't I mean, this sounds fucked up, but I don't even know if she's still alive. It's just been so long. And Dude, that when is... my dad passed away, ooh, spooky. No, I'm just kidding. When my dad passed away, um 
I just lost touch with a lot of those people. Dude, do you understand how awkward? Yes. You were there, so of course you do. I, I do understand how I awkward. would I, I mean, I would try to do the Homer Simpson disappear into the bushes. Into the bushes? Thing. Holy crap. I just slid out of my seat, and I was just hiding behind <laughs> the uh, tablecloth. <laughs> and you're at front row center, so you can't even do anything. Except be like, okay, we're doing More this. importantly, people are watching. Picture, you're Okay, you're the audience, right? So you're watching her do this song, and then you look at me, and then back to her, and then Dude, at Gail, so and weird. then back to her. It was so fucking I would have been like, after the first chorus, I'm like, oh, she's done. And once she started verse two, I'd be like, oh, my God. She's going to do the song. It's one of those times where you want one of those Vagaville, what is it, Vagaville, the, uh, uh, Vaudeville, rather, those, um, those hooks. You know, where you oh, pull them yes, <laughs> for sure. Get Apollo Sandman. Be like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Dude, there's nothing you can do. That's his fault for walking around with that mic, though. Yeah. He shouldn't have done that. He kind of took, oh, yeah, I don't want to talk about my wedding reception because it was a, a story in itself, man. People partied hard at that That's one. That's beautiful. And, Love it. But, uh, yeah, he became like the uh, drink police and all this crazy shit. Is that place still uh, around? I know the building is. I'm not entirely sure because he was an older guy. Like, I, I don't know if he's alive either. He was probably easily in his 60s. And what is it called? Chiminello's. That's a really cool name, too. Shimanello's, I like to say. And it sounds like you guys did a smart thing and didn't spend $800,000 on a wedding. I didn't spend that kind of money. It was her parents that were insistent on giving her that. Dang, they got money like that? They did. They used to. But it was, um, I know this isn't Halloween related. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, they just pushed and pushed and pushed for that. And neither one of us wanted that. We're like, why don't you take all this money that you're throwing into this crazy ass production that's mostly for you? And let us have a house. Let us put a down payment. Ah, you know, I'm not saying that they didn't help us with that, but I mean, we could have probably gone a little bit bigger. That you is know? so, dude. That I can't. I'm gonna remember that story for the rest of my life. It was so fucking cringy. Every time I hear Ice Castles, I'm gonna laugh. And the people, it was so funny. I'm like, oh, you just don't know. Oh, because especially clocking how long. Like as the song keeps going, I'll laugh harder because I'll know this is how long this song is. Well, here, here's the deal is that she was, a, I don't want to say a professional singer, but she did sing in church. She sang a lot. And I think that's why she wanted to sing that. She was probably thinking she was yeah, church singers doo-doo. overestimate how well they sing because yeah, they're, they're in like, front of you know a what? crowd that can't boo them. But what for me, what really gets me about that whole situation is her sitting there listening to people do their little speeches and stuff. She's like, hey, whatever. That was a nice speech. And at some point, the light bulb goes off in her head. You know what I'm going to do? Oh, Jesus. I'm going to turn this whole fucking place out right oh, now. Oh, Jesus. So that's the kind of confidence I guess you need if you're going to be a, a, a singer. You that's know? what you but, need, dude. That's yeah. a fan. I'm glad that that story happened today. But it felt like uh, one of the beginning episodes of American Idol. Oh. I just pictured Simon Cowell. Just like, oh, uh, fuck off. You know? Oh. <laughs> so, anyway, back to the spooky stuff, Steve. That's All pretty right. scary, though. We, I have a, so I have a game for an, another game for you. Yet another game. Bring it. So what I'm going to do, I don't have a title for this. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a review and keep out certain names and titles of movies and see if, the, if by the review you can tell what horror movie, what classic horror movie this is. Okay. Are you ready? I think so. Number one. It takes place, in a, and as soon as you figure it out, just say, I got it. Okay? Okay. It takes place in an isolated area of Texas. Which five young people, one of them- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Done deal. Look at this guy. <laughs> Sorry. Was that- I love it. I, I love I probably, it. I probably should have let it for the no, audience, though. No, Because they're going to be racing you on the other That's side true. of this phone. They're, Take or, that, Shanks. Take that, Fob Rorist. No, I they think probably they got it for performance. No, no, no. They, they wouldn't have got it before you did. 
I don't know about oh, that. Oh, you know what? As soon as they heard Texas, they might be like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That was the thing. Maybe you should have gone with like a Southern or something. No, because then you're good. Then some reviews get so, once you leave out too many things, that could be anything. You need something to ground the review. Um, okay, ready? Yeah. In which a long dead child murderer attempts to carry on his mission from the far Nightmare side on Elm Street. Street. Let's go, Dan. Come on, man. I think so. They might have got it before you, though. I don't know. I, th- I think so. Child murder is all I needed to hear. Really? I'm accounting for Like, we're not even taking into consideration the online delay. You're right. You're right. Oh, so, you know. All right, here we go. I thought I answered it pretty quickly, but. Now, know. this one is. Now it starts to get a little difficult. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> You're like, a dude named Jason puts on a hockey mask. <laughs> so, Halloween, right? Um, hey, there's this guy named Michael Myers, right? He's got his white mask and he kills, tries to kill Jamie Lee Curtis. Good luck. <laughs> one of the off, one of the off-screen stars of this film is the makeup artist, the young makeup genius who created the movie's wounds and gore. His work is impressive, yes, but unless you're single-mindedly interested in special effects, this movie is disappointed. No. Oh, okay. And even the special effects, good as they are, come as an anti-climax if you're really dedicated to a horror fan. Now, the best moments in this movie probably belong to one actor who may be a decaying cadaver, but keeps right on talking like a college student. American Werewolf in London. Done deal. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah. We didn't throw in the whole John Landis makeup thing. I had to change it. it. I had to change uh, Rick Baker to this makeup Rick Baker. I apologize, Rick Baker. If I would have said Rick Baker, you would have been like... American Wolf They kind of go hand in hand. That's why I said I messed up. In no one talks Landis. about John Landis. All everyone that talks about American Wolf of London talks about Rick Baker. Okay, because then he corrected. went to um, Thriller. I stand corrected, Steve. I'm right. sorry. This movie is an effective thriller. Not so much because of the special effects as because the director has tried to see the movie strange events through the eyes of the family members instead of just standing back and letting the special effects overwhelm the cast along with the audience. The movie takes place in an American suburb. Poltergeist. There we go. And this is the last one. All right. Okay, you better get this. As soon as I say the name, this better happen. Okay. Here we go. This movie is a cheerfully energetic horror film of the slam bang school, but slicker and more clever than most about Charles Lee Ray. Oh, no. Dan. Uh, oh damn! <laughs> People are yelling. I feel like their- a shit right now. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Something has been possessed by the mind and soul of the Lake Shore Strangler. Oh my god! A Chicago mass murderer who studied voodoo from a black magician. Dan, I'm fucking. After the strangler is shot by a cop and left for dead in a store. He gathers enough energy to utter a voodoo incantation, after which ominous clouds rail in the sky and lightning strikes the store, causing one of the several large explosions in the movie. Oh, my God, Steve. Why am I blanking out right now? I know. I'm going to be like, what a dumbass. And, and anyone that's calling me a dumbass right now, it's Will. Charles Lee Ray. I don't know. Chucky. Oh, okay. 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 You know, I have seen those movies. I'm not. I'm not a Chucky fan, dude. Neither am I. But when I said Charles Lee Ray, I'm like, oh, Charles. Well, yeah. well Charles. Yeah, that's Ch- that should have cued me. And but the I, thing I kept away is it says uh, after the strangler shot by a cop and left for death dead in a toy store. 
I didn't put Toy Store because I'm like, that's just doing too much. That's too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, no. Good for you on that one. No, but I'm wondering, do people, I wonder, maybe I'm the only, maybe people on the other side don't know Charles. No, I mean, there's a brand new Chucky series going on. Obviously, it's popular. Chucky's name. They don't know that the guy's name was Charles Lee Wright. I think so. Honestly, if I'd have been in the right mind frame, if I'd have been in the right mind frame, I think I would have gotten that one. But no, you got me completely on that one. It's just not, Chucky's just not my jam. I don't know. I don't like Chucky. I think it's not, it's not a good movie. People still say it's a good movie. I don't think Charles Play is a good movie. I think it just comes into like, um, like nostalgia plays a big factor in that. That's the thing. I saw it a little later in life and I was like, I just don't think this is a, a fantastic movie at all. I didn't think, but I also thought like Poltergeist, no, Poltergeist, I was really impressed by that when I saw it later on in life. I was like, that's a solid freaking movie right there. Still is. That one really, still like when he's in me. the movie and he's shaving and he starts tearing his skin off. I was like, that's solid. I don't think those effects were as good as the effects in Evil Dead, though. I think the Evil Dead effects are, are better. You think so? I do. Mm, I don't know, man. I may not be able to. I gotta, yeah, I gotta watch it again. But I know that the, you know how they say, ooh, there were real skeletons in the pool. A bunch of horror people, like props, folks, they're like, yeah, we use real skeletons all the time. They're cheaper than buying fake skeletons. I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. I like, imagine they're pretty yeah. easy to come by. People are dropping exactly. They're day. like they're kind of easy to get, so we use those. I'm like, you know what? Instead of spending twenty thousand dollars on a fake skeleton, you'd be like, I'm just going to use Uncle Ben. <laughs> hey, don't throw Grandma away real quick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's another paranormal activity coming out. Let me use. <laughs> she always loved helping her grandson. She don't mind. <laughs> She'd do Dude. anything for me. That would be the funniest movie where he's just like, how are we going to get skeletons? And they're like, I have a wake tomorrow for my grandma. Oh, dude. Off the jump. <laughs> Hilarious movie. Ding. I've got a fantastic <laughs> idea. <laughs> do, do you, is that the only one? Do, are we done with the game? We're done with the game. We still have one hey, more. Good job, movie. brother. Good job. You know what? One more thing. Do you mind? We did get a, uh, a voicemail, which oh, is kind nice. of a rare yeah, thing these sure. days. All right, we're going to play a voicemail right now from our good friend Stephen Farshid, who decided to reach out to us with a um, a request. We don't really get requests a lot of times. No, you don't, normally, I don't take requests, homie. I just do dedications. You know what I'm saying? But he did do a request, and here we go. Boys, boys, boys. So good to have you back on a regular basis. Hope everybody's healthy and happy and safe. Listen, I just wanted to say, guys, it is October, and I know you've released one episode in October, I think, so far, and uh, I I have a request. I need, uh, need you to go through that portal in your closet and take a visit down to the to the to the Dark Prince. Uh, I think that uh, October is the perfect time to pay him a visit, and I just haven't heard from him lately. I want to see what he's up to. Anyway, boys, take care. Good to have you back. Peace. Did Did you catch all that, Steve? I did catch all that. I just don't think that people understand what this does to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I appreciate it. I mean, I'll be the first to say I, he's as for as evil as this man is, I, I think, or man being beast, whatever. Uh, I God, I don't being. know. Being. We'll say being. We'll say being. Uh, uh, charming as hell. But, you know, it's it's a dangerous thing that we're 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 treading some dangerous ground right now. But I mean, I can say that. And this might weird you out a little bit, Steve. I'm sorry about that. But I have sort of been dabbling with ways of 
see, see the, the portal thing really fucks with me. It really, really just kind of changes my whole like, uh, like when I come back, I don't feel exactly the same. Like my body feels different. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I don't like that feeling. But, you know, uh, through the use of like uh, meditation and like concentration and stuff, don't ask me why. I just get bored sometimes, Steve. I have sort of figured out a way to do this where I don't actually need to use the portal anymore. Oh, really? It's just more of a deep concentration. And I, I, if this works, I should be able to pull you in with me at least enough to where you can hear. And um, I don't have to use the mic like I did because that I, those mics are expensive and they keep breaking every time I come back. So we can try this. I, I don't know if it's going to work, Stephen, but you know, when our listeners make requests, I certainly want to help you out. And of course, it is Halloween season. So, Steve, do you mind if I try? Absolutely. All right. I just need a little bit of silence, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Here, here we go. By the way, I'm going to get some tissue. Tissue. Okay. Here we got tissue because my nose will definitely start bleeding. All right. Here we go. Enter my lair. Hey, it's me, Steve. Steve, Steve, Steve. Here was the noise. Oh, hey, what's going on, buddy? How are you, man? I'm all right. I'm just sitting here licking my dick. You know what I mean? Just getting ready for Halloween, putting up some cobwebs and shit like that. We don't get many trick or treaters, but I mean, I'm the I'm the fucking dark lord. You know what I mean? I gotta sort of play the role, if you will. But how you doing, man? Where's, I'm doing. Where's that? Where's that little Mexican guy at? Oh, you know what's funny? Well, not so funny. He's, you're actually, he's using his body as a portal so that I can actually talk to you. So, hold on, hold on. be touching me. Oh, yeah. I don't have any horns. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, yeah. I'm gra- <laughs> I forgot about this massive package I'm grabbing onto. Hey, Dan, how you doing, buddy? So what's going on, man? You came to pay the visit to Hey, it was Halloween, and the first person we wanted to talk to was you, and we had a guest request to talk to you. You're like, you're kind of a star over here. Is that so? Yes! Hey, you know, I thought with the whole COVID thing, people were going to forget about your boy, you know, but I'm still here. I mean, Happy you've actually done here. quite the... I, we thought you were behind the whole COVID thing. You, you, had nothing to, you had nothing to do with you? No, 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 no. That's my friend, COVID. COVID-19. I created him, actually. You know how... Uh, you ever see that movie, Weird Science? I have. These two horny kids, they needed a, a fuck pal, basically, right? I don't know if they actually fucked her, but something tells me they did, you know, because Kelly LeBrock, who wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Yes! But, uh, it's kind of the same situation. I needed a companion. I didn't want to fuck the companion, but, you know, shit happens. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so COVID's right here next to me. You want to talk to him? Oh, please! How are you, man? So, am I talking to the COVID-19? You're talking to the one. That's me. Hi, how are you? Hey, you've done, uh, I mean, we're doing okay, but we're still kind of hiding out. You did such a, your dad should be proud. Well, technically, because we're still hiding from you. Well, I have called him daddy a few times, but that's a whole other story. And the funny thing is, we're not hiding from your dad too much these days. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Actually, I just, I just got back. Um, I usually take a break. 
around the Halloween time. We gotta let the kids get out there. But the thing is, is they don't know is I've laced all the candy. So, like, 40% of these kids will be dead by Wednesday. Ouch. Isn't it great? I mean, I wouldn't say great. Um, I, I mean, did you have to go so far this year? Well, you know, I get bored. We were sitting around for 18 months, it seems like, and you, you get a little bored. I did all my work. I did the groundwork, and I just watched it all go to hell. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, question. What do you and your dad do on a, well, not your dad, but you and the Dark Lord do on a normal, now that COVID is kind of, you know, you seems like you're about to go into retirement for at least a little while. What do you and your dad, you and uh, the Dark Lord do on your time off? No, 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 no. You think so, but we're always planning. Ain't that right, Daddy? That's right, son. Is there a COVID twenty? We'll just leave that as a bit of a mystery for you, Steve, because um, I think you're gonna be surprised what I have for 2022. Hey, your voice really changed just now. Yeah, well, I just my balls just dropped. Oh. Isn't that weird? But you know who did was my daddy. <laughs> that sounded very creepy. We're in hell, Steve. What do you expect? I totally understand it. I totally understand it. But I will say this. If freaking out the world was your job, I must give you an applause. Well, I appreciate it. I do. But um, I got some work to do. I do have to kill off like half of India. So I'm going to try and take off. I'm going to turn you back to my daddy, okay? All right. Let me hear the All Dark right. Lord. Okay, daddy. This for you. See you later. I'll see you later, all right. All right, yeah, I'm back, Steve. Uh, hey, man, it's just so good to hear from you finally. I've never actually gotten to meet you like Dan has. One day we're going to have to have a face-to-face so I could be like, hey, what's going on? Dap it up. Play some cards, some spades or something. I got to tell you something. Huh. Can I tell you something real yeah. quick? Yes. I've been watching you, Hudson, because you are an anomaly to me. All right. I, I know, I know we don't talk a lot, but I'm always watching. You have to understand that I'm the Dark Lord, for Pete's uh-huh, sake. Of course. But, uh, did somebody get to you before I did? Because the last time we spoke, you looked like you've dropped about 50 pounds. Oh, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been working out a little something, you know what I'm saying? Working out a little... You know what? You and I could actually spar. It would be like a fair fight. We should, we should do it one day. My shins are spiked. Are you really wanting to go oh. against that? I've got a fucking hoof, for Pete's sake. I'll stop a mud hole in your ass, and I'm not talking shit. It's just the way it goes. You're right. You're right. No, you're, 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 I'm the Dark Lord, of course. I'm always right. I mean, we could argue that I was right all along. And maybe the powers that be decided, uh, you know what, I, uh, we got more people on our side. Let's make him wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I and also, thanks a lot for Trump. What's all that about, Dark Lord? <laughs> I told you before, I did not play a hand in uh- I don't know what fucked up powers are doing that, but uh, I, in a way, I kind of, I kind of, I'm a little envious of this guy. I mean, he is the, uh, he's evil incarnate. You know what I mean? Is he I more think evil I may than have to you, try. Dark Lord? Uh, that's to be determined. But uh, let's just say he's on the list, and I, we're either going to be partners, or there's going to be some new management in the house, or maybe I'm just going to have to wipe him off of the, you know, the, the entire universe and get rid of him. I don't know. I don't know. But he's a handsome son of a bitch, and I think he might fit really well down here. Ain't that right, Hitler? Handsome? He's a handsome son of a gun. Oh, yeah. Well, you are the Dark Lord. Considering who you've been comparing him to, I get it. You've it's been, you've been about, looking at demons all day. Yeah, it's all about opinions. It's all about uh, the way you see see things. It's just different down here, Steve. You should come down and visit us sometime. I would love... You know what? We're going to have to make an appointment for that. There's no question. We're going to have to get together, talk. I can meet you. I can introduce you to the fellas. 
Speaking of introducing me to the fellas, or females, or whoever, who, who exactly was the one that decided for you to call me up? Just out of the blue. You don't know what could happen. I could have been masturbating. Oh, Which no, really it's, it's our buddy Stephen Farshid. He really uh, wanted to hear from you. He's been asking for you for a while. Uh, and a lot of people have. You are a superstar here. So, you know, we oh, have really? a connection. I know so, I, you know. I wasn't aware that I was actually uh, popular on your show. Oh, What's you that are. show called? The Hero Heroes of Noise, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's a good name. It's a really <laughs> good name. A fucking genius must have come up with that. Oh, he did. You know, it, it was all Dan's idea. I'm still holding onto this guy's cock, by the way. And let me tell you what. I mean, it's just a solid sausage. I mean, uh, look, dude. I, I, I've never seen it, nor have I been around it, but I will take your word for it. I'm just saying, if you're in the area, you should really have to check it out. It's pretty impressive. Well, next time you come out, let me tell you something, man. We're going to go ahead and take you around Fresno, introduce you to everybody. And actually, oh, yeah. we got to make, we got to actually let the world see that there's an other side to the dark lore that no one, there's more of a, a bright lord side, shall we say. I wouldn't go that far. Okay. Let's not get crazy, Steve. All right, all right. I'll be seeing you soon enough, I guarantee it. Cannot because... wait, man. You take care of yourself down there. Will do, will do. Uh, so bye to you, and bye to Dan, and all of your listeners. I guess they're listeners, right? It's not, it's not a TV show, right? No. It's a radio show or something like that. No. Oh, oh, and uh, Dark Lord, are you wearing your mask? No, hold on, I couldn't do it. Just give me a second. Hold on. Thank you, man. Come on now, you're right around your buddy. Okay, so I got it out now, but it's kind of hard to understand what I'm saying. Totally understand, but be safe down there. Make I'll sure you keep your mask on. Get vaccinated, okay? Right, right. I'm the Dark Lord, man. I, I don't need that shit, but hey, I appreciate the thought. All right, man. Stay safe. All right, kids. Don't take any wooden nickels. better <clears throat> did that go okay how does your crotch feel kind of warm now that yeah, you mention it yeah like why do i have hold on let me, what the hell okay i don't mean to be too um graphic graphic but uh let's just say since you asked i kind of kind of have a semi right now but hmm. there's like uh, but there's it looks like there's indentations three indentations i don't know what that could be from just just asking out of curiosity or something know. going around I don't know, but uh, I'm feeling pretty spiffy about it. You know, what I mean, you're always good with a good chub, but uh, that was weird, man. Because I, I, we really haven't tried it that way before, where you got involved. So I don't have any. I, I really have no recollection, but I feel. I just feel different. Did it go okay? Oh, it's That's fantastic! All I want to know. He actually okay. wants to make a visit to Fresno. He said we're gonna. He were. Um, I'm gonna show him around. I'm not sure if he's gonna do it in your body. So if we do do it, I will let you know how it went. Oh, I also I talked to COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. I did. So what's that all about? Uh, it is a very interesting being and its voice changed. It almost went through puberty on the call. Is that right? Yeah. So it's getting, it's getting worse. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. They must not have their production, uh, in check, you know, <laughs> maybe their mixer was fucked up or something. Yeah. But it was fantastic. Next time we're going to, we're actually just listen to the recording. You'll be able to hear it yourself. That's a good point. I will do that. I will have to put this one out. So I'll make sure that everything is good. We got to make sure that the dark Lord comes through nicely. Absolutely. So, so Farshid, Farshid, your that wish was, for you. was granted. There you go, buddy. I wish I could have been there for it. I guess I was, but I wasn't. You know what I mean? You were there in many <sighs> ways. So. I don't know. The cock feels good, though. Anyway, Steve, let's go ahead and continue with the Geek Out Freak Out 4. Ladies and gentlemen, are you having a good time? Let's see. Yeah, yeah I think they are, Steve. 
I think they're having a good time. Let's keep on going. What's next? Actually, this is a movie that you recommended. Oh, it's that time. It's the good review. Nice. Okay, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about John Carpenter's The Thing. Came out in 1982. One year after Evil Dead, by the way, Steve. But yeah, The Thing. Rated R. Hour and 49 minutes of pure gold. A research team in Antarctica. Excuse me. A research team in Antarctica is hunted by a shape-shifting alien that assumes the appearance of its victims. Uh, Written by Bill Lancaster, who did the screenplay. And then John W. Campbell, who did the actual story. It stars Kurt Russell, Wilford Brimley. Keith David, and a slew of other people. Uh, Richard Masur, I think I say in his name. Mazur, mm-hmm. maybe? Mm-hmm. T.K. Carter, remember him? Love T.K. Carter. Where is T.K. Carter these days? I know he's still doing stand-up, I believe. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice. But also uh, Donald Moffat, who is a uh, classic character actor. Steve, let's start. To, oh, and then, of course, uh, I don't know if you've got this or not, but the computer voice in this, which I did not know until I just looked at it right now. Do you remember a female com- computer voice in the movie? We just watched it. A female computer voice? Yeah. No. Well, let's just say the computer voice, because honestly, I don't remember a female. I just watched this last night. and it's, I don't it's, remember uh, a computer voice. This is lost on me, but it's a fun fact, okay? Maybe someone has seen this and knows what I'm talking about. I've seen this movie, but I just never really thought to go that deeply into what the voice was. Adrian Barbeau. Hey, horror swamp, aficionado. Yeah, Swamp Thing. She liked to show off her, uh, you know, uh, Actually, Creep Show is what I remember her from. I remember her from Swamp Thing because she was, uh, I, I was, I was, uh, I was young and impressionable. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, no pervin right now. We're talking about the thing. Steve, I know how I feel about this movie, which is why I had you watch this one, though you've watched it too. But I think it's been a long time, right? Very long time. So what did you think? So number one, I, I, I was very sleepy when I watched this movie. And after about 10 minutes, I'm wide awake. So off the jump, you already know that I liked it. Um, the beginning, I totally forgot that these were aliens. Well, spoilers, Steve. Oh, that is a spoiler. That's okay. The movie is very old. So if you don't know, now you do. <laughs> but if you this, don't know, now you know. All right, go on. There we go. Um, so this movie takes off. It, it is not one of those things where it's just like, well, it doesn't actually get exciting for no, no, no. This movie gets exciting fairly quickly. Introduce you to the characters. They don't do this long, strung out. Oh, let's, you know, we got to tell you the story about this movie. No, 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 no. They, they get right into it. The special effects are amazing. Um, it's very wise to use something that we're all in love with as the first host. We all love this thing and we would let them in our space. No question. Absolutely. They're sort, of, uh, they're sort of groomed to do that. Exactly. That exact thing. Exactly. And I love, I, I just love how something you trust just turns on you. There is a scene that I don't think I've seen a horror movie that has me as much in suspense as this scene. And it has to do with blood and testing blood. And the little little Petri dishes. Dude, I was like, wow, this is really suspenseful. Yeah, one, and also one of the best, like, in the movie, one of the best jump scares. No question. No question. I just really enjoyed the movie. I liked the story. Uh, I like, now normally, I'm not big on movies endings, you know, movies ending with a who knows what happened. But this movie kind of did that. Because you're kind of like, well, they could have, you know, made it out. But they kind of explicitly say, we probably aren't going to. That doesn't mean anything in horror movies. No, I think they were probably just setting up a sequel just in case. And they did get a sequel, kind of, a reboot. Yeah, so that reboot, I was going to ask you about that since you bring it up. If I recall, is, is it a reboot or is it kind of a sequel? 
Because it I seemed to me that there end, was like remnants. They make it seem like a sequel, right? I seem to remember that there were remnants of the old the team in this in this particular thing that we're talking about this the thing movie that yes. we're talking about. There were like some kind of memory. I can't remember exactly what it was because it's been a while. But I don't. Recall I might it watch being, it again. I might too, just because the movie's so fresh now. I maybe I'll even watch it today. Who knows? But I seem to recall that movie not being too bad. It wasn't too bad. It's it's just tough. Not everything can be like Evil Dead rebooted and it was amazing. When you reboot a horror classic, look look what Night- Nightmare on Elm Street tried to do it. Yeah, they, they failed. It wasn't great. Halloween accomplished it, in my opinion. Yes. Especially no, no, for sure. But it's particularly 2018s. Yeah, it's not an easy thing to do, and they did it decently. And that makes a lot of like you deserve all the props in the world. Goes a long a, way. Oh, dude, because the thing is beloved. It's a beloved movie. And so, um, yeah, man, that I, I, it might have been a wraparound sing- sequel. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to watch it today. I'm going to watch it today <laughs> to find out if it is or not. Because it wasn't bad at all. I remember why I was like, hey, that wasn't a bad, you know, uh, sequel at all. So I'm going to check it out. Um, yeah, the thing, I really dug it, man. I dug it to the, the fact that you said, well, you said an hour and 49 minutes. I was shocked because when the credits started rolling, I was like, hey, what? I did not know it was an hour and 49 minutes. It just blew by, dude. Blew by. Now, there is an interesting part in this movie where he just straight up murders somebody. And they never go back to it. He murdered an innocent, non-infected guy. And they're like, anyway. You got to cover your bases, Steve. (laughs) Tough time. Drastic times calls for drastic measures. You know what I mean? Did he just kill somebody? And they're like, yeah, that makes you a murderer. Anyway, untimey. I'm like, okay, well, I guess everything's fine now. <laughs> I guess that's cool. But anyway, I really liked it. What did you think? This is a classic to me. This is one of my all-time favorite horror movies. I, it's weird that I remember exactly what I did the day I watched this movie, which had nothing really to do with the thing, but I had a friend named Tony Garza. What's up, Tony? If you ever hear this, what's going on? He won't hear this, Steve. But um, <laughs> I used to hang out with him a lot, and his dad took us out to like uh, this kind of country area in this little town called Sanger. And we like, we had BB guns and we were like shooting bottles and shit like that, doing like target practice. Yeah. We spent the day doing that. I remember he took us to this place in Sanger called the Chuck wagon, which is just, uh, it's kind of a famous little shit shack of just like chili dogs and stuff like that, but it's famous. So we went there and then we went back to his house and we stayed the night and he just, it was one of those times where, you know, it's the eighties of course. So when you were able to like get a dubbed movie, or a movie early on VHS, you were kind of the shit because these movies were very expensive. You know, one movie itself would be like a hundred bucks. And so it was like, Oh my God, he's got a movie that just came out in the theater. Now it's just like, Oh yeah, sure. Great. It comes out in 45 days, whatever. Let's go. But we were like, so, so like excited about this one because I remember the marketing of this one was very good. And the poster itself is kind of terrifying. I think so. Anyway, it's honestly one of my favorite horror movie posters to date. So I saw it. I remember seeing it, you know, like when we go to the theater, I remember seeing the commercials for it and it was just kind of a haunting thing. So when we watched this movie, it was like a big thing for us. And I had no idea really what I was getting into because I really wasn't a huge fan of horror at the time. I just had a few under my belt. It was just incredible. And we're talking about Kurt Russell in his prime. first Prime, dude. In my opinion, I mean, you have like Escape from New York, which he was great in Snake Plissken, Uh, Escape from L.A., not so much, but the Snake Plissken guy is playing this fucking character who's like the leader of this team, the scientist team in Antarctica. And it was just the way that they showed him. I like, even like, you know, cause he's all bearded up and he's got the yeah. snow all over his face and everything. It just made for a very 
cool looking like a protagonist. Agreed. But the, cast, the cast was fantastic. But the level of suspense in this movie, particularly a movie that's as old as something that came out in 1982, still hits. It really does. Now, practical effects. We can kind of talk about that because we have been spoiled over the course of like 40 years, right? Like we've, we've just seen so many cool advancements in, in uh, technology that we tend to get a little spoiled. So when we go back and look at practical effects from a horror movie of that, you know, from that time, sometimes it doesn't hold up. Now, that's not to say that I think that the, the effects don't hold up in this movie, but they do seem a little dated just because of what we have to work with now. Yeah. That yeah, said, yeah. it's still some of the most haunting imagery that I can recall in a, in a horror movie. Like, there's a scene in this movie. It's pretty much right at the beginning. And it has to do with the, I'll, I'll, in case you haven't seen it, I'll go along with what Steve was saying. And it has to do with our, uh, our first host. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say it. There's a, there's, it's a dog. Okay. And they put this dog in a kennel thinking everything's cool. And I just love that scene because the way that they train this dog to like, basically, you know, you're just gonna have to watch the movie, but, uh, they open up the dog kennel. And this dog walks in very slowly. Cause we now know that it is, you know, the, um, uh, the beast, the the thing, if you will. Yes. And the way that the fellow dogs all start to react oh, to this thing. Oh, dude. It was just brilliant the way they did that. I mean, we've seen things like this in movies before, but it, was, it created this level of tension because you're like, oh, my God, they know what's up because they always know what's up. That's why when in movies, when you see dogs that are like, they won't go down a certain path or even like if you've had pets before, I had this dog that would not go into our kitchen. She would go anywhere in the house. She got to this kitchen. She would just like stop and do that thing where they raise their shoulders up. Oh, yeah. It kind of freaked me out a little bit. But this is what this dog does. And the way that the dogs around it react to it really makes for a very intense scene. And then what transpires after that, when shit gets busy in this little kennel, it's it's kind of a it's it haunts me still in a good way. You know what I mean? I just love it. And it does this thing where like, um. Uh, you know, like if you don't like seeing violence against pets, dogs, you know, and cats and things like that, there's definitely that, but it's not done in a human, like by a human. So it's, it worked for me. Do you know what I mean? Like Absolutely. sometimes I don't want to, I, sometimes I don't want to see that kind of thing, but we know that it's like these practical effects and, you know, looking back on it now, it's a little bit dated, but they still do such a great job. Yes. And that's when we, we get the, our first reveal of what this, this thing is, you know? And from there on out, it just becomes this masterpiece of suspense. The whole way through. It's just, a, it's a fantastic, like this movie has aged so well. Like I said earlier, it really focuses on that whole isolation aspect mm -hmm. of things. And they, you're mm -hmm. just by yourself and you guys are going to have to figure this shit out because there's no one out there to help you whatsoever. They're, they're, th they're hundreds of miles away. I mean, we know that they're, they're the initial, I'll call it an infection, came from a camp that was probably, I don't know, 20 miles in the snow somewhere. But, they, you know, because there's different countries with different scientists doing like experiments out there. But the fact that it was able to travel that way and, and be able to do what it did, it doesn't mean that the humans are going to be able to do what it did. It's an alien we're talking about. That's you know? true. And so it just, it's really, really fucking cool. But there's just one scene that has to do with CPR. Yeah, yeah. The defibrillator scene. Really which, good. When you look back, again, I'm going to keep saying that. When you look back at it, yes, it looks a little bit on the cheesy side. I don't think so. It, I think it looks good. I think it looks good. I do. I have an affection for this movie that will never stop. But if you compare it to modern technology effects and things like that, yeah, it's going to look a little dated, but um, it's just what happens in that scene was fucking awesome. That's really the bottom line. Every kill in this movie, every appearance of the thing, it's all masterfully done. And, yes, it, and they took agreed. what they had to work with and they did it to a T. That's the thing you have to remember. It begs the question, Steve, uh, you know how like George Lucas went back to the original star Wars movies and sort of, 
put in some, I mean, he ruined those movies, but he definitely added the tech, you know, the technology Absolutely. to it, to where, you know, he turned Jabba the Hutt, who was just some dude in a furry vest, like a human guy in a furry vest. He turned it into the Jabba that we know uh, today. Oh yeah. But what I'm getting at is, would you be disappointed if they went back and updated the creatures, they left everything else the same, but updated the creatures, same scenario, same, um, form, if you will, same attacks, everything, but done digitally. Would you be mad at that? That's a, huh? Oh, hold because, on. Someone's knocking on my door real quick. Oh, is it Satan? Oh, you hear it? Oh, yo. Hold on. <laughs> All right. So I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't recommend them doing it. I don't think that's ever as for the thing. Leave it alone. I hear you, but if the, they did it, uh huh. Do you? I think they could pull. I mean, I don't. Think I just feel like this. They tried it with Star Wars. That I mean, I remember texting you, being like, "Hey, what's up with Jabba?" And you're like, "Oh, that scene wasn't in there." Yeah, but the thing is, is that I feel like George Lucas put a little bit of a cheesiness on it, but the <laughs> yeah. effects were there. You know what I mean? It looked more tangible to me. Really? I did. I didn't mind it. No, I didn't. I mean, maybe there's Star Wars people out there that got pissed off about it. But I think if anything, going back to these movies, the special effects were probably the least offensive. You know, him adding in scenes to like Return of the Jedi with the musical scene and making it more whatever show, you know, like a show production that really bugged me. Uh, but as far as like just digitizing Jabba, that didn't bother me. And I think it was seamless enough to where it would work. I think it could work, man. And so it's like it would, I'm kind of it would be a bittersweet thing for me because I would like to see an updated version of that to where it really does kind of go like, holy shit, that's crazy. But it already has done that back then. I just don't know if it truly holds up, but it does not take away from the movie whatsoever. It is a classic among classics. It is literally one of my favorite horror movies. And, um, you know, it's almost a perfect movie to me, Steve, if I'm being honest. Oh, what are you going to give it? Now I got to hear this rating. I will give the thing 1982's version of the thing. I'm yeah. gonna go ahead and give it a, a four out of five. Hey! Four out of five strangled dogs. I will give this movie three out of five. No, 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 no. I will give this a three point five out of five. Random superstition in horror movies. Stevie Wonder's superstition. I had never heard it in a horror movie before. Yeah, well, you know, it was used nicely and. Um, uh- you didn't like it? I don't like this. I don't. That's one of the few Stevie Wonder songs that I could do without. Yeah, but it's still Stevie in a horror movie. I know. I, I don't think it's ever happened since or before then. Well, it happened. It wasn't really a horror movie, but it did happen in a series where there were some horror aspects. What? Evil. Okay, Dan, have you watched that show? No, no, no. I'm talking about in um, Atlanta. Oh, I thought you started watching Evil. I have not watched that's Evil. Great movie. That's a great show, dude. Um, does he say Sweet Christmas in it? Oh, no, he does not. But oh, that's a really it. good. It's it's straight up horror this season. Horror. The, just horror. But anyway, um, yeah, I forgot all about that episode of Atlanta. Yeah, man. What was his name? Teddy. Uh, dude, how freaky was Teddy that Perkins thing? or something like that? Dude. Yeah. Maybe we should, we should have done that for a Geek Out Freak Out. It definitely fits into the horror category. That's Dude, such a no good other show has done something like that. Weird something like that. Lakeith Stanfield knocked it out the park in that episode. Do you remember when your boy Donald Glover went to awards dressed up like that? Did he really? Yeah. That ruins it for me. <laughs> you hate that guy. He could, he could save a child's life and you'd be like, you know what? 
Dude, did he though? Okay, but do you do you think he's okay? I'm leaving it alone. Yeah, let's let's be nice. Let's yes, just I be do. Nice. I think I think up to that point, yes. What you're about to ask me, I do think so. Now he's since gone off with the whole uh, "this is America" and you know childish Gambino shit, and I don't know. But as far as Donald Glover in Atlanta, love Atlanta it. was amazing, fantastic show. Can you believe it's still coming back at some point? Like, how do you pick up that? It's almost like The Sopranos. I mean, how did they get? Because dudes blowing up too. Uh, mm-hmm. Paperboy. Ty, yeah, Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah, and, the and now he's in Marvel and shit. So. Yeah, he's about to be in the Eternals. And okay, I. By the way, before we go, I mm-hmm. thought I have to be a downer. Dan, you did not warn me. What's that? Okay, I, I mean, I I heard you say the name, but I don't think it clicked because I was so excited for the Eternals. Selma Hicks and the Eternals. Yes, that's what I was getting at, man. Dan, it's- I can't. I don't. I, I can't do this. Listen, we'll we'll keep our opinions somewhat locked in until we've actually seen this movie. But I'm telling you, bro, it's you know I'm not making fun of her accent, but it's just it's just her when you first you know you see the trailer, and then the first thing is it's been five years since the Thanos snap. Oh come on! No, I I don't know. I, I I I in the last decade, what movie has she made better? I don't know. I mean, I don't really. Here's the thing, though, dude. I don't really have anything against someone. Neither do I. I have nothing against, you know, outside of her being kind of an oddball. I have nothing against Angelina Jolie. I just feel like this cast, even with Kumal and, and who else is in it there? I mean, Brian Tyree Henry and who everyone else. All 10 people that we have to get introduced to in this movie. Listen. It's a lot of people. It seems it's like overkill. a lot of people, I, dude. Obviously, not everyone's going to have the same screen time. And I'm trying not to let the reviews that are coming out sway me but if i'm being honest and i did put this out on facebook recently it's um i just have a bad i want to be wrong steve i really do i mean we have a million marvel movies that we can go through yeah we have a bunch of of marvel movies that we can uh sift through and choose pick and choose our favorites and things like that i i will tell you right now it is not going to be this one of the strongest submissions you don't think it's going to be better than shang chi no, no fucking way. Shang-Chi is so fun. <laughs> it's so fun. This movie seems very solemn to me and very, uh, I don't know, like flat. Like the dialogue that I've seen in the trailers amongst the cast, it just seems very flat to me. It doesn't seem. There's no rumbles right now. You know how certain movies come out for from Marvel and there's rumbles under the ground? Yeah. Like, oh mm-hmm. boy. There's no rumbles, dude. No. And I, but I really want this movie to surprise so me, so you know, I. just because I'm just a huge Marvel fan when it comes up, particularly with the MCU. I just don't know if it's going to do it. And I really want to be wrong about it. But I got a feeling I'm not. And that's and that's the thing, too, is I, I have to figure out a way that when I do go see it, because I'm going to see it next weekend for my birthday. I don't want to be biased when I go into the movie. You know what I'm saying? I'm already kind of that way. So I have to sort of figure out a way to put all that shit, leave that shit at the door and go in and just watch this movie for what it is. But I'm I'm. You know, there there are bigger problems in the world, Steve, but I'm a little worried, if I'm being honest. Dan, you're going to be 49? Yeah. <laughs> Seems like we just celebrated your birthday for 48. Gee, gee. why you got to keep <laughs> saying my age? I don't even like saying my age out loud, but you know what? Fuck it. You got to embrace it's it. It's beautiful. That means next year. Don't say it. Is don't the say it. year that we've been waiting for. Yeah, that's when I turn half a century. <laughs> Dude. CJ. If you do it all over again, you'll be 100. Our listeners are significantly, not all of them, of course, but are significantly younger than us. And I just wonder if they're like, really? This motherfucker going to be 49 years old? Dude, That's crazy. They will not be. It's unbelievable. I'm very eager. What, like The fact that we're going to be having your huge birthday party after next year's Geek Out Freak Out is incredible. 
right, I'm going to hold you to it, man. Maybe a roast. Oh, that's no. Dan, you I'm too sensitive. With, yeah. <laughs> no way. Dan would be the worst as you as you run off like uh, homeboy after Debo hit him. If you walk off across <laughs> the street. <laughs> nah, you know what would happen? You know what happened? I'd be laughing it off and everything. And be like, all right, be good to yourself. Be good to be around. You peace. And then, like, about, t- about ten minutes later, you get a text. Oh, for sure. Dude, am I really like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, Jesus! Everyone's looking at their phones. Like, up oh, this Dan. Up oh, this Dan. Uh, no. no, I don't. I, honestly, I, I wouldn't thing, be that bad. Dude. But you got to put, dude. Fifty has to be a blowout, dude. You know what, Steve? I'm going to go ahead and put you in charge of it. I'm not throwing my own birthday party. How am I going to throw my own birthday party? You're going to give me a budget? Oh, oh, you're talking about an actual party? No, like if you give me a... Okay, here's what I'm going to ask you. I'm putting it online. You give me nine grand. Okay. I will throw you the bash unlike anything you've ever witnessed. Let's see how my crypto does this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. What is it? Shuby? Did you invest shib. in Shuby? Oh. Yeah, Shib. Shib, as in Shibu Inu. Yeah. Uh, you got a lot of money? I got enough in there, and it's uh, it's been a good week. Are we pushing six figures? Potentially, or right now? Now? No, no, no. no. Oh, I thought you were talking about some hundred grand. Yeah, I'm not going to go down the whole the you know the whole crypto. No, don't tell me how much. I just was like the day that you hit six, you got to tell me. Like, oh, I just crossed six figures. Oh, for sure, I will do that uh, if I'm still alive. And then I'm not going to. You never know, dude. No, it can happen next. Like my goal is for you to hit like a meal ticket. By next year, so I could put on a great birthday party for you. So you mean so I could put on a great birthday party for me? Well, I'm saying I'm arranging it, though. Is what I'm saying. I'll be the producer, is what you're saying? Yeah, and then I can get, like, new edition <laughs> out here. I don't want new or edition Rick for Astley. my birthday. Okay, now I'll take that. Because that's just fucking weird. I want and all Rick you have Astley. to do is just keep on repeating the same song over and over again. Everyone got Rick rolled. What I want you to do, if I give you that amount of money, I want you to reform Oingo Boingo. That means getting in touch with Danny Elfman. For $9,000? Hey, you know what? Do your thing. You're a very charismatic person. You got some charm. I think you could do it. Oh, you know what? I could definitely have like someone like Matthew McConaughey send in like a birthday greeting. Yeah, a, a cameo. Yeah, that's what I want for my birthday, Steve. I want a cameo from, from somebody who? that I I don't know. Uh, pay attention to what I say over the year, and then find somebody. Ooh, I know who I'll get it from. Who? Scarlett Johansson. Eh. You like her, uh, eh. dude? You, <laughs> you used to think you she can was do like better. Bad. I didn't say I didn't think she's bad, but you could do better. I could definitely, I can definitely get you a, a happy birthday MFR from Samuel L. Jackson. Now that would be dope. <laughs> I would take that. I'll ask I would him, take... like, ask him if, to say what again. That's all he wants. You're like, okay. Or if you could get one, uh, like from Ana de Armas. Oh, dude. Yeah. All I got to do is look up who's on, because more people are on Cameo than you think. Yeah, don't hit me with some fucking insane clown posse bullshit. Like, I want no. someone that means something to me, Steve. But, but you know, the funny thing is, I think if I got Homeboy from Metallica, you wouldn't be that impressed. Nah. Who, Lars Ulrich? Yeah. No. Um, main Either t- one. I, I'm not going to. James Hatfield, I don't want yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, if I got Dave Grohl, though. And now, if you do that, I may fall in love with you. Okay. I think I, I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to try to you get, get me. You get me a cameo. Dave Grohl cameo, and I'm going to cry. I'm going to kiss your feet. Even after Muay Thai. So all he's, if, if all Dave Grohl says is, happy birthday, Dan. Happy birthday, motherfucker. That's, that's all I it. need. And you'll be that's like, all I need. I'm good. All over the place. <laughs> Dan, do you understand that that could totally happen if he's on Cameo? 
Because I think cameos are only like three at the most. They get up to like six hundred dollars. I think Grohl is too high profile for it. But ladies and gentlemen, anyone out there that may be hearing this, maybe you're going to hear this three months from now. If you can make this happen for me, listen. I, I don't. I don't like to uh, ask favors and things like that. For but, and I don't like to to put it this way. But we've put out a lot of content for you guys, absolutely free for the most part. If you were able to do something like that for me, I, I don't know what I would do. I think I would be eternally grateful. Like, seriously, I have got to meet this motherfucker one day. I have to. Uh, that's, dude, that's that's doable. I think the I best way to meet him, though, is to uh, just uh, interview him. Because he does interviews. I don't think we could do that, Steve. I, I think it's a pipe. It's a pipe dream, man. Why is it a pipe dream? With someone because there's so many other people that are more dude, famous. We're not famous, it. first of all. That's understand? the thing is that we're not even famous. There are people out there that are famous with like high profile shows. That See, there's famous. a show that had less listeners than we did and it got Paul McCartney. Or less uh, followers on Twitter than we do and got Paul McCartney. Why? Like they said, we asked. Were they British? Yes. Then there you go. They probably have like a, an aunt or an uncle. No, I never say aunt, by the way. No. I say aunt. I don't know why I said aunt, but they probably they got, have like a- They got freaking uh, Paul Simon. I'm like, you know what, dude? We're just, we're just not, we're not doing it. But we could get people. Then let's see what you got. We could get Rick Astley. You don't think we could get Rick Astley? <laughs> what would we talk about Rick Astley? Like, hey, remember when you made that song? No, I'd be like, did you ever give her up? <laughs> be real right now. Real talk. <laughs> Did you let her down? You did, you son of a bitch, didn't you? I knew, I knew it, Steve. I knew it. You motorboat. <laughs> We're dumb. It's like we took dumb pills today, dude. All right, people. That was it. I think that's it. Oh, wait. No, we have something to do, Dan. Well, yeah. Uh, real quick, though, before we do that, I just want to say, now, Steve, I saw Antlers last night. Okay. Should I give a quick little review, non-spoiler? Should I wait until you've seen it? I'm going to be watching it. Are you? Because you did say that you were going to wait until it comes out on VOD. No, if you're telling me that it, once you said, because remember, you said, oh, it's produced by Guillermo. I'm like, well, now I got to freaking. Yeah, I, oh, Steve, I'm just going to say go this without, I'm not going to give a, a review right now. Okay. Well, it's kind of a review. I'm going to say this. I went to Antlers last night. I loved it. I yeah. think that um, we were talking about practical effects. And I'm going to tell you right now, dude, the character design in this movie, it's all done by Guillermo. He's got a, a really, really strong influence into how this character was designed. Yes. It is some of the best shit that I have seen since I don't know when. Oh, I'm in. Like, I got a big thing about Wendig Wendigos anyway. I, I just, they're just fascinating to me. The whole Native American folklore of yes. it. It's just something that really, I don't know why, it's always grabbed me. And I've like just been into Wendigos like for my whole entire freaking life. Not that I'm all well-versed on it, but I just think they're one of the coolest um I guess we call him a cryptid, right? Kind of like one of the coolest cryptids that are out there. Okay. But I will say this about the movie. It's got, the acting is excellent. You've got Carrie Russell. You have, um, oh God, I'm blanking on his name because I always do. I always call him Wish Matthew Damon. Uh, uh, Jesse Plemons? Jesse Plemons, Wish Matthew Jesus. Damon. <laughs> but anyway, he's a fantastic actor and he's, he's killing it in this. The little kid that's in this movie that plays the character of Lucas is killing it. And I don't know where this kid came from because he doesn't say a lot. But I, he looks so tortured in this movie. So this movie deals a lot with like PTSD and an yeah. actual trauma that's happening now. And the way that it's all put together to me is masterfully. Okay. Now, I will say, and you're going to hear this a lot, particularly if you start looking at reviews online. I even told you this, Steve, it does have that slow burn effect to it. But in my in this case, and I will say that I've been waiting like almost two years for this movie. So okay. I was it's, it was literally my most anticipated movie this year. 
So it is a little bit of a slow burn. But listen, if you watch this movie, Dune fans, if you watch this movie and you go, hey, it's a little too slow for me, fuck you. Because holy shit, that movie. So this is an A24 type film. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. Um, Midsummer sort of thing. No, no. Okay. It's just, it, it right. tells a story that, in my opinion, needs to be told that way because you do focus on the, like the, the backstory of these characters okay. to some degree. In fact, I think that this movie should have been a little bit longer because I think that they should have fleshed out some of the backstory just a little bit more. Though they do show, like there's a payoff at the end of this movie that's incredible, dude. Like the transformation if we had more screen time with the transformation, which is plenty, I will tell you that. But if we would have had more with a little bit of better lighting, everything they did was intentional. But if you make this movie for Dan, where there's more of the transformation and a little bit better lighting, we are dealing with American werewolf in London proportions of, of coolness in the way that it finally, like when you see the final form of this thing, it's fucking brilliant, dude. The, 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 the long drawn out process of how the, the Wendigo comes to be. I'll just say that. You know how like we felt that we felt the pain of the transformation in Werewolf and American Werewolf in London. Yes, you get that with this one, but in a slow burn fashion. And the way that this little kid Lucas is tortured and the shit that he has to go through, and the way he's able to kind of like he's still able to to some degree, I won't say live a normal life, but you know he he shows up to school every day. He's got certain duties that he has to do because he has to. Um, he has to care for the Wendigo or the the soon-to-be Wendigo, and I'm not going to say much more about it. It's just all so well done. And I know a lot of people are going to say that it's too slow of a burn, but I, I really, really appreciated it in this one. I wanted more from this movie. Um, I will watch it. and I will. But I will say one thing. I will say one thing. It's a knock to the movie. It's, it's one of the only knocks I will give it, is the climax scene, though it was well done, and the acting was all good and everything. The way that things turn out in this movie made me go. I'm not saying that it didn't stick the landing, by the way, Steve. But the way that things turn out for a certain character in this makes me just go, come on. Like, I've watched the whole. You just made me watch this movie for an hour and a half. And this is how it happens? It was a little unbelievable. But I still think that it sticks, it sticks the landing and is one of the better horror movies that have come out in recent years. It's, it's really, really good. And I, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say. I won't rate it. I think we should talk about it uh, maybe on a Patreon episode or something like that. But if you're going to go see a movie this weekend, even though you're going to get this on Halloween, you know what? Make it a point. Extend it. Extend Halloween for a day or two and go check this movie out as soon as you can. I think it's awesome. And I'm curious to think what you are to hear what you people think about it. Done deal. Yep. That's it. That's my, uh, that's my kind of review for antlers. Gee, we have made it through another geek out freak out. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed it. All right, Steve, calm down a little bit. We're not quite done yet. And this is something that I haven't really told you about, but, uh, I'm hoping that you'll work with me on this one, brother. Okay. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have something planned that we've never done before. And I think it's going to be for a good listen. I know we don't do, use a lot of video and things like that, but uh-huh. here's the situation, sir. Okay. I hope I don't freak you out or anything, but uh, recently I was at this estate sale and I came across an Ouija board. What do you think about that? <laughs> I think you pronounce Ouija very funny. That's what I think. Funny about that. How do you pronounce it? Ouija. Thank you. I have been saying that and that's why I kind of I paused on it because I have been saying Ouija my entire freaking yeah. life, right? Yes. My family, it's it's either fucking you or my family telling me I don't say shit right. You say Ouija. I'm like, why is it Ouija? You know what? I'm just going to correct myself because I feel better about saying it. And Handle it. Thank you. Anyway, you came across this thing. Yes, I came across an Ouija board at this place. And uh-huh. I was like, that's kind of cool because, you know, if, like if you go to the store now at Target or something like that, it just looks kind of... 
prefabbed. You know? Absolutely. Uh-huh. It doesn't look real deal, but this one is like a wooden Ouija board. Okay. And uh, it, it, the, uh, how do you say the little, the little doodad that we move it? Is it, is it a planchette? Is that how we say that? <laughs> like is Kate, that what it is? Kate planchette. Okay. I believe that's I, how you say it. I did not know that. Yeah. It's a planchette, I believe. And if okay. I'm saying it wrong, Hey, guess what? I say something wrong every week, but anyway, this thing's cool because it's like a wooden hand. It looks like it's hand carved. It's a planchette. Okay. The doodad. We're gonna, maybe I'll just refer to it as a doodad from now on. But That'll anyway. work. Anyway, so I had this crazy idea. I don't know how old this thing is. It looks like it's like a family heirloom or something like that. But I was wondering, because it is a geek out, freak out, Steve. I'm absolutely. You understand. Um, uh-huh. I was wondering if I could entice you to do maybe a live seance on air. I am totally down with that. Maybe we can chat with a real live ghost. Well, not live, but I feel you, though. God damn it, Steve. I'm going to ignore the correction. All right. I get it. But that's a good point. Cause I mean, I technically a, uh, a ghost really isn't alive. I understand that first Oija than live ghosts. I feel you dude. So Dan, before we get this started, I want to, you already know where I stand, but are, are either one of us believers in the, you know, ghosts and, and, and so forth and so on. Personally, I've always kind of been skeptical when it comes to like talking to ghosts, maybe they're around, but to- actually talking to them kind of skeptical, Jake. But hey, I mean, this might change my mind. You know, you never know. You never know. All right, let's do it. Whip it out. That's what she said. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) I made the return easy. Ladies and gentlemen, excuse the noise for just a second here because I do have to unbox this thing. So just give me a second, all right? (laughs) It's quite the box. Work with me, Steve. They need to feel welcome. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. Like Cotter. An actual sweat hog ghost. <laughs> I'd be like, do we have a ghost with us? What? I feel a ghost in here. Where? That was really good, actually. For you old people. You always there. do Travolta well. The young folks, they don't know. All right. So here, the board is out. Okay. And here's my uh, quote unquote planchette. You hear it? Yeah, I do. That's my planchette. All right. You ready to do this, bro? Let's do it. Oh, and most importantly, Steve, you know, we probably should do this if we're going to do it right. There's actually an instruction book. So let me just grab that real quick. Okay. This is kind of exciting and scary at the same time, Steve. Just think if we actually get a ghost. That would be amazing. Especially for the geek out freak out. No better time, right? No better time. We've talked to the Dark Lord. We have. You know, we've, we've played some games. We but have. now we're getting down to the nitty grits. Nitty greedy. You know what I'm saying? All right. I like it. All right, here we go. So rule number one, uh, it says never use the Ouija board if you think it's just a game. So, are, so before we go any further, Steve, are we, are we making a mistake? No. All right. Because I don't know. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Sure, Hasbro Toy Company. It's not a game. Never use the Ouija board alone. Never use the Ouija board in a cemetery. I think we're okay there. But you know what? That would be kind of interesting, Gene. Uh, a hair on the disrespectful side, but that's me. A little bit, a little bit. But people smoke crack in cemeteries and have sex and they stuff. So do. this is fairly harmless. Maybe it's worse. I'm not entirely sure. Cemetery sex. You know what I'm saying? Sex yeah, with I'm the not, not sex with the dead, just, just in the cemetery, because that would be weird. <laughs> we don't want necromancy or anything like that. No, no, no. Necrophilia. Sorry. That's the one. We don't there want necrophilia, Steve. Necromancy is bringing the That's bringing back. it back. Yeah, Which we're, we're doing right now. Maybe. Maybe. Just chill. Okay? Because I don't know <laughs> okay, how this is going to go. Here we go. I'm excited, go. though. All right? So am I. 
So it goes on to say, never leave the planchette on the Ouija board when you aren't using it. I guess it's in my hand, so I guess we're okay. Okay. And then never forget to say goodbye to the Ouija spirits. Well, look, here's the deal. I'm no savage. You know what I'm saying? Like my parents taught me manners. So that one shouldn't be too hard for me. I don't know about you. You know, you do tend to dip out a little quick. <laughs> I think I'm going to be okay in this part. And that is, that's it. That's, those are the instructions. It seems to be. Well, well. It seems like you should be in the room with me. You know? It really does. But we'll try this here. It is the age of COVID. So we've been doing this shit for over a year now. Why not try it out, right? All right. All right, let's, let's do this here. Wait, 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 wait. It did say not to play alone. That's what I'm saying. But, I mean, we are together, essentially, right? It says it does say that, Steve, you know, it says you need at least two people. It does. And I think that the reason really being is that it's easy to prank. You're going to have to establish some kind of trust. And I think you trust me, right? I think. I mean, look, dude, you're on thin ice with the spirits messing with this. But hey, hey, li- listen. But listen. you trust me, though, right? I do. I do. Okay. So as long as that's established, I think we're okay. Okay. Because, I mean, really, Steve, the spirits can kiss my ass. You know what I'm saying? Bro, Dan, okay. <laughs> playing with fire. Keep playing. <laughs> but we all, hey, it's going to be fun. Geek out, freak out, ladies and gentlemen. Geek out, freak out. This is what we're all about. All right. So what I, I know that we have the video thing on, but you can only see like my top half. So I am now placing my fingers on the planchette, the Kate planchette. I'm going to call out to him, Steve. You ready? Please. All right. Spirits. Would you like to kiss my ass? <laughs> Sorry. Don't take it too seriously now. Silence, foolish mortal. I'm contacting the spirit, Steve. Oh, shit. What? The spirit said yes. I think it means it wants to kiss my ass. <laughs> Maybe that's just a warm up because uh, I don't think they want to start up like that. If it's so, then we got ourselves a little freak ghost on our hands. But here we go. I'm already not buying this whole thing. All right. I'll ask a real question. You ready? Okay. 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 Is there a presence here in this house? See, maybe if I was there. Steve. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Locking it up, Steve. Quiet. I'll ask again. Is there a presence in this house? Oh, shit. Can you hear that? Is it moving, Steve? Is it really moving, Jake? Holy shit. Oh, my God. Shut up. It moved. It moved to yes, dude. Sure it did. It moved to yes. I'm telling you the truth, bro. Sure it did. It moved and I didn't do it. I swear. I swear to God. Well, boils and ghouls, it seems as if the heroes of noise, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> have made contact with the spirit world. <laughs> this is insane. All right, here we go. Okay, get serious about this. Okay, okay. <clears throat> spirit, what is your name? A. B. R. A H A M Abraham. Good old Abe. <laughs> Do you know you know anybody by that name that passed or family member or Nah man. I, I know on your on your real estate <laughs> <laughs> approval it probably said ghost included in the house. Right? Or hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, wait, wait. Let me look. I, I'll look on Zillow. Let me look real quick. All right, because no, no one hipped me to that uh, part of the okay. contract. Yes, keep, keep on going. Uh, Abraham, how old are you? Hundred. 
101. 101. Okay, Steve, we got ourselves an elder here. With uh, They get in free to the movies and shit. Um, how, how did you die, Abraham? Okay. All right. You want to know what it said, Steve? Nothing, I'm imagining. <sighs> no, it said killed. Okay, dude. I'm not making this up, G. Okay, okay. I'm still looking on. I'm just trying to. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's, it's moving. It's moving again. Okay. E. L. C. <sighs> it said electric chair, Steve. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dan. You sure you're not doing this? I'm kind of getting freaked out a little bit. Uh, I mean,. Because it's like, I it's all did, on my, I just realized it's, you, you can see me and everything, but it's all on my side. Everything's on my side right now. Look, I, I did find something online about your house. Turns out in the forties, hold on, a famous Fresno radio host used to live in your freaking house. Get the fuck out of here. Seriously. I swear to God. That's what you call a coinky dink right there, Steve. <laughs> so apparently this radio show host had a stalker who was obsessed with him and wanted to be on air. Let's see. He broke into his home one night, apparently, and held him hostage. The stalker cut pieces off the radio host for 18 hours. Oh, Jesus. Until the police finally came in his house and shot the stalker dead. You did not know this about your your house. The stalker cut pieces off of the person for 18 hours? For 18 hours. Yeah. Oh, my God. Where do you start? Uh, does it give a name or anything like that? Abraham. Shut up. Oh, here comes Gail. Wait, hold on, dude. Gail's not home. No one's home right now. That was weird. Hold on a second, all right? Hey, this is how bad movie... You're not going to investigate this joint, right? Just hit pause. I'll be right back. Oh. Hey, Dan, you didn't tell the planchet goodbye, G. Did you make sure to, um... Dan. Danathan. Are you okay, G? Hello, hello, hello. Are you okay? Holy crap. Hello there. Uh, you okay, G? I heard some screaming back there, my friend. Are we recording? Uh, yeah, but we could cut it off if, uh... No! I'm finally getting my moment. Oh, snap. Is this Abraham? <laughs> Your co-host speaks on excellent vessel. I I bet he would appreciate the compliment, but I'm getting kind of fr- kind of freaked out over here. Can, can I talk to uh to Dan again? You can speak to the co-host when I'm finished getting my spotlight, boy. 
No, I'd I'd really like to uh, get Dan back now. I said no. God damn it. You want to end up like that last radio host I got my hands on? Uh, Abraham, do you, you like music, bruh? Matter of fact, I love music. I love swaying back and forth to the golden voices. That's dope. It is, it, it, it's crazy because I happen to be a musician myself. You don't say. I do say. Dan and I talk a lot about music and we listen to it from time to time. Would you like to do that right now on this show? What's your name, boy? Steve. I would love to do that, Steve. Well, then here we go, sir. This is one of Dan's favorites. Sorry, Abe. Can't do that unless you leave Dan's body alone. Please, I may never get this opportunity again. All I want is for people to hear me. You're a murderer, Abe, and you don't deserve the spotlight. I'm not leaving your friend's body, boy. You're from the 40s, right, Abe? Yes, I am. Oh, then, you must genuinely hate those blacks, am I right? Them negras? I shudder every time I think of one. And the Hispanics? Oh, even worse. Don't get me started. Guess what, Abe? I am black, my friend. You're co-hosting the show with a black man. No! No, it's not possible. You people can't lose radio. What can I say, bruh? Things have changed. There's been a black president, and it's not radio, dummy. It's a podcast. And I got one more thing to tell you, Abe. You chose the wrong body to possess because Dan is Mexican. You're in the body of a Mexican man, my friend. What the hell happened, bro? You didn't say goodbye to the spirit. That's what the hell happened, G. I don't feel good, dude. What? <laughs> well, uh, you literally just got possessed by the ghost of a racist 101-year-old man who chopped up a radio host. You're not exactly going to feel peachy keen. We can stop the show, pick up tomorrow if you want, man. I mean, this is crazy, but I totally get it. Oh, no, man. Um, just give me like five minutes. You sure? Yeah, man, 100%. Are you going to leave this all in? That's what she said. No! No!